Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't stop, and you won't stop, and you don't stop. Since the public school era, bathroom passes, cutting classes, squeezing ashes. Smoking books was a daily routine since 13. A chubby nigga on the scene. I used to have the trade deuce and the deuce deuce in my bubble goose. Now I got the Mac in my knapsack. Lounging black, smoking sacks up and axe and sidekicks with my sidekicks. Rocking fly kicks. Honey's wanna chat, but all we wanna know is where the party at. And can I bring my gat? If not, I hope I don't get shot. 
Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. This is your Tuesday episode. Um, Today is a a podcast that I have been promising you for uh, about a month and a half, maybe even a little bit longer than that. It is Tom Sandoval. Um, And this is one of those podcasts, you guys. There are so many reasons why this has not been released yet. Um... First, I wanted to make sure it was good. Uh, it was it was such a great night for me. <laughs> I talk about this in the intro that I recorded like a month and a half ago. One of the best nights of my life. This dude really sets out to want to make you have the best time. And that's why I will always support him. I will always support any bar he does, any band he does, because he is all about having a good time. And I've had so many good times with this dude. And I just got to tell you, those are the people, and I say this many times during this interview, those are the people that we have to celebrate in this world. The people that really want to make moments special. And uh, I know it might sound silly for me. I, dude, I have fully admit I have a man crush on Tom Sandoval. I totally do. Um, but, um, I, I, you know, this interview was never going to be as perfect as I wanted it to be. But I do want to uh, post this finally now for so many reasons, especially you guys, because he is on an East Coast tour that started on Sunday night. Um, But you can go see him this week. On March 9th, he's going to be in Boston. On March 10th, they're going to be in Long Island. On March 11th, they're going to be in Connecticut. And March 13th, New York City. Tom Sandoval and the most extras. You can find out all their information at www.tomsandovalandthemostextras.com. You can buy tickets for the shows that are still there. I know a lot of the shows are sold out, but I'm telling you guys, I've seen them twice. I have had a blast. I have had a really amazing time. Tom is the uh, the ultimate performer. But I'm just going to... Uh, I'm going to just release this episode. I'm going to put in the original intro I did, and then we're going to put in the intro. Um, Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. You guys, we did it. We together have started 2022 with such a bang. I've already knocked off one of the things on my vision board, one of my 2022. I have to do this before the year is out, and and I did it in the first, first week of the year. Of course, I'm talking about I finally got to interview the dude I've been wanting to interview forever, Mr. Tom Sandoval. 
And folks, he did not disappoint. Um, someday I'm going to write a whole book about this night or, or a chapter of my book because the dude is like Willy Wonka. Like, I have never experienced something in my life. You know, they, they, they say don't meet your heroes. And yeah, I'm going to say Tom Sandoval is one of my heroes. If you don't listen to this show, if you do listen to the show, you know that. If you don't, hey, what's up? It's Ryan. Thank you for, for being here. This is going to be a great interview. <laughs> but he truly is one of my heroes. And I say this multiple times in the interview, but I really always always look up to and appreciate the people that go a step further. Um, Tom says at one point in this interview, he says, a lot of people say why, and I say why not. And I think that just summarizes who he is as a person. And somebody wrote this on the, the So Bad Is Good Facebook message, uh, the Facebook group the other day. And she said, um, and I know she was you know, teasing about it a little bit, but she said, oh, oh no, is Ryan one of them now? He's hanging out with like reality show people. Now, Tom and Ariana are a little different. I have an actual little bit of a history there with them, but Tom, you know, he's just one of those guys. He's not intimidating, but I just look up to him a lot. So I'm always kind of stuttery around that, but him and I look up to Ariana as well, but I've also talked with Ariana a lot more than I have with Tom. Now, I go over our history of my embarrassing run-ins with Tom during this interview, but I just got to say, the dude wants to make things special. He wants to put on a show. And right now, I've really got to recommend the show that he is putting on. And I'm not talking about Vanderpump Rules, but even then, you can say through all of these seasons, you know, that he does go the extra mile. I mean, he is the man behind Rachella this season, but he's also behind so many amazing moments in the show. And right now, he is taking that over to music with him and his band, Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras. Uh, you know, Tom's been involved in a lot of musical projects, but this is his latest one, and it is it's amazing, you guys. I had the best night seeing them at the Hotel Cafe. You'll hear that multiple times in the interview. But they are starting a whole tour. Um, this Saturday night, they're going to be at the Canyon Club. I hope to see all of you there. I will be there. Um, I'm going to be dancing my balls off, which sounds disgusting, as it should be. Um, but it really was so fun. You guys are going to have the best time. Please, please come. But if you're like not in Los Angeles, like like most of us aren't, they are doing a whole sweep around uh, they're doing a whole little mini tour. We talk about the mini tour in this interview. We talk about everything in this interview, but they're going to New York. They're going to Boston and we're going to link the Instagram and things like that. So you can find show tickets, but I'm telling you, if you are looking for a night out, a safe night out, of course, um, you're going to love this. Every song is a bop. Uh, it is just so much fun. I said in an article I wrote about them, and I meant this as the biggest compliment, they make wedding bands cool again. You know, it's like there is something to be said for live music after we've had two years of no live music for, you know, a lot of people have not had live music at all. And then you go to this thing, you forget how amazing it is. And then every song, you know, and it's Tom, man, he puts on a show. Like I'm telling you, I've seen so many concerts in my day. 
And I had just as much fun at a Tom Sandoval show than I did as a B- at a Beyonce show. And I know you're going to kill me for that. I even know Ariana is going to spit out when she hears that. But it's true. Music is all about having fun. And you are going to have oodles of fun. I do not know why I just said oodles. Um, this is a very, very long interview. But we do long form here. And um, I just got to say, like, Tom invited me into his home. And this thing... There needs to be a TV show in his home. I mean, we've seen it a lot on Vanderpump Rules, but this thing is no joke. Like, he's showing me where they're making a speakeasy, and there's going to be, like, a book lever where you can go in there. And then, you guys, after the interview, I stayed there for, like, two more hours, and he showed me every room in the house. He showed me show props. He gave me a a, a Rochella bracelet, which I almost teared up. He gave me a TomTom hat. He gave me... The old man hair that Jax wore at his bachelor party when they all dressed like old men. These are pieces of history, my friends. But that's what I want to say. That's the whole point. These are the people that want you to have the best time, that want to give you an experience that you will remember forever. I joked about um, uh, Pete Davidson being like a make a, uh, you know, uh, you know, make a wish foundation. And I. I didn't mean that in a bad way. I just meant that, like, Pete is obviously potentially living his dream dating Kim Kardashian. But this is kind of like, these are my dreams. I got to go have the best night ever. I got to sit on the TomTom motorcycle. I got to see Tom dance around in a silver jacket. I mean, I just, that's the shit I dig, folks. I really do. And what's also so amazing about this interview, and even the time I spent with him afterwards, which, by the way, Ariana was upstairs watching TikTok videos and she would come down every now and then and she's just still the best and the coolest. Um, But I start even the interview, I left it in, which by the way, if you're new to the show, I also leave a lot of stuff in that some people would cut out because I feel like sometimes it adds more to the experience. I want you guys to feel like you're actually there. I want you to hear my nerves or I want you to hear Tom has nerves sometimes or I want you to hear us having a drink of a, a, a amazing espresso cocktail he made. By the way, at the end of that night, I left at like two in the morning, jacked out of my head on espresso. He kept making the most amazing chilled espresso drinks. Um, I think I'm like residually high from those drinks still, but I'm telling you, it was just one of the best, coolest nights that I've ever had. And it was my first in-person interview back. This is the first one that I traveled outside of my Zoom room and actually went and did. And this is, this is the one, man. This was the one. I have so many pictures. I'm telling you, I got to write a book someday. It, it, it really does. The more I think about it, remind me of Willy Wonka. And I woke up the next morning going, did that really happen? And I was just like, dude, Tom gets like four hours of sleep a night, he pretty much says, and the guy busts his ass. And I'm telling you once again, these are the people that I want to support in life. The people that are trying to, you know, get every ounce of life out of life. And this is one of those dudes. But also to the point of the show, he told me a lot of stuff about the show, you know, about uh, being really appreciative about coming back for a new season, about wanting to make it good, you know, and also having appreciation for the past. We talk a lot about Jax, but he also says, you know, great things about Jax. We talk about the appreciation for even Dodie, Stassi, all of the people of yesteryear, you know, and how they really did all go through something together. And uh, he knows how lucky it is, how much of this Vanderpump rules craze is lightning in a bottle. 
and you can't really recreate it. It kind of just was this, is this magical thing? And he is trying to spin off of that a lot of other amazing things. He showed me sketches for Schwartz and Sandys. He showed me a potential logo that is very, very different than the Schwartz and Sandys logo that we see on the show. He talked about his beautiful relationship with Schwartz. He talked about, I mean, it was just, um, I don't know. I can't tell. It was just like a fever dream. It was a fever dream fueled by espresso and me just... I, it was like a kid in a candy store, you guys. I hope that comes through in this interview. I hope you have a great time. We dance around so many topics. I mean, not dance, like we get into it, but we go like 80 miles an hour through everything. I get to ask about his famous couch in his old apartment. We find out what his old apartment, uh, uh, you know, where that is right now, who has it right now. He goes into all of the Jack stuff. He goes into DJ James Kennedy and Richella, uh, DJ James Kennedy and Raquel and their relationship. Um, but like I said, he's very, very respectful. And uh, I just think that's great. But I also want you to go check out uh he has Tom's Good Lovin the uh the uh the the whiskey brand that him and Schwartz started and he he it was so cool he told me that you know Schwartz actually brought the idea they had for uh uh for the title of the brand and also the press photos and he's just like I love encouraging people it's that thing I said earlier about the you know, a lot of people say why he says, why not? You know, Schwartz came to him and it was like, I have this idea. I kind of thought about it and I don't know. And it might be kind of stupid. And he was like, tell me, tell me what it is. And he was like, good loving. And Tom was like, oh my God, it's amazing. Tom's good loving. And that's what you want in life. You want somebody that yes, ands your ideas, that doesn't ever make you feel stupid, that tries to, you know, remove all obstacles and, and, and get towards that good stuff, the stuff that dreams are made of, and everybody can be an equal part of a creative process. And I, I just, I don't know, the the more I do of these things and realize how hard it is to get things done, the more I appreciate somebody, you know, going 90 miles per hour and trying to make something really special and really amazing uh, for himself and the people around him. So uh, you guys also just remember, i I, I'm in love with this dude. Like, you know, I, I, I've got total, a bro crush on this dude. So, um, I, I, you know, you're going to hear, I deeply love this guy. I mean, that's it. I can't even tell you, but, but it, you know, my favorite show ever. And I get to talk to one of my favorite dudes ever. So without further ado, Oh, also once again, Tom Sandoval and the most extras, you can go follow them on Instagram this Saturday. They're going to be at the Canyon club. I will be there, but they have a whole tour they're doing. And we have a surprise announcement about the band, uh, towards the end of the end of the interview. This thing is a monster, you guys. So enjoy, and I will talk to you later. Hey, Ariana, I'm going to kiss Tom's ass for a second in the intro. <laughs> okay. So just FYI. All right. Don't laugh. I, I will not laugh. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to iHeartRadio. So bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. Today, we start back with interviews, and I had to start with the year off right with somebody that has been on my list. If you listen to this show, you know how much 
I love our next guest because he represents something to me that is seems to be like dying is passion. This man has passion for everything that he does, not only in the show that he's been on for nine seasons, but now he is finally getting his due in music. We've seen him do other bands before as well, but I actually went to and I covered the show. You guys know the show. It really, it wrecked me for two days, but I had a blast at the uh, Hotel Cafe cafe seeing uh, Tom Sandoval and the most extras. Oh my god! By by the way, I'm having an out of body experience. Uh, Ariana knows that I've dreamed of seeing Tom Sandoval play uh, his trumpet uh, ever since a couple of seasons ago. Uh, dude, first off, uh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Um, I wanted to promote mainly your show, which is coming up next Friday at the Canyon Club. Wait, Ryan. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm I'm like I'm kind of. I don't think this is really happening. This is like a metaverse thing where I'm like, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I've seen so many. This is exactly where you and Schwartz broke up a couple of episodes (laughs) uh, ago. You're back together now. We we Uh, are back together. You had the, uh, the Tom Tom mobile. We're not sleeping with each other, right? But just yet. yet. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then you got to ease back into it. It was so cool. I saw the, the girl that plays Ariana on the show. She was here at the house. Yes. 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 That was so, you go extreme on everything. Her last name is so hard to pronounce. I can't even get it right. It's like, it's like, Adriana, like <laughs> uh, Fedanusian. It's like this she, really crazy name. I like my. She truly Asian is amazing. She's the Daniel Day Lewis of reality. Oh my gosh! Um, like her accent is so thick. It's crazy. <laughs> I was. Uh, I, I mean, it is crazy to be here because I was like mainlining Vanderpump Rules seasons the last couple of weeks because my roommate uh, Megan had never seen it before, and she's addicted now. Oh, but I. There is something so charming. I know you guys hated it, but in your old apartment with the microwave and the lights, you couldn't, uh, you know, I'm sure that was just a set. You didn't live there. No, uh, no, no, never, never, never. But it's wild to see you here now. Does that like blow you away? (laughs) Yeah, man, it it is. It it is crazy. Like we, uh, I mean, it's so funny because even before we shot, like even before, like the world saw that apartment. Yeah. That was after a makeover. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That looked, no, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> that looked like it shouldn't have been. Wow, that was after a makeover. Oh, yeah. I talked to my landlord, and I was like, hey, you know, the building is older. I had been there for a long time, you know. <laughs> um, and I was like, there's two-prong outlets everywhere. The, the hallway bathroom was just unbelievable. Like, pink tub, <laughs> linoleum floor, like, coming away from the wall, like... Um, Water damage, like, oh my gosh, it was unbelievable. Well, I mean, that's why it's like wild to see you guys now in houses, like seeing Schwartz in his house, seeing this and that. Like, I'm like, to see where you guys came from those humble beginnings. And it is wild because Los Angeles is full of like dreamers and it's full of those people. And the person you were all those years ago, you've done nine seasons on this show and it's wild for... I mean, you're actually getting to live out another dream, not just as a bar owner, not just as a restaurateur, but you're actually now in a band. Like, I mean, uh, and 
but every one of those things that I say you do, the thing I talk about again and again on the show is the passion is that that should never be made fun of. You know, like I, I think sometimes they make fun of it on the show and I'm like, dude, you know, how I would kill for that drive. You know how, do you know, you know, I was watching the episode where your mom said uh, it was a talent show. All the girls went up and Tom was the only guy that went up and he blew it away and he won the, the talent show. And I had this question for you, but I think I already know the answer is that could you ever imagine where you're at now? Uh, I, well, you know, I feel that we in general as human beings should always be optimistic. Like I was always very optimistic that, that, that story about the talent show is true. I was at a, you know, I grew up going to a Catholic school until fifth grade before I went over to public school, but we had the school picnic every year. They would have this talent show and it would be like 25 girl acts and like, and then I decided to get into it and I like danced and lip sync to like what was the song? CNC Music Factory. <laughs> Things that make you go, mm? No, 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 no. Here we go, rock and roll. <laughs> then I did Young MC Bust a Move with a CD around my neck and I won both those. I won actually three of the three years that I did it. But I, 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 the question is, I, I think that you did think you would be here. I think you did dream big. I think you do. You, I think you thought you would, would be exactly, maybe not exactly here, but you would be big and do big things with your life. I always hoped to. I mean, when I moved out here, though, I was so broke. I mean, I, oh my gosh. I mean, that's like what one of the reasons why Jax did move into that apartment and live on the couch is because I couldn't afford that, you know, rent that was. $1,500 like yeah it like even splitting it with Schwartz like it was such a nice break and you know there were times where I thought about moving back I mean I also like before like when I lived so I'm from St. Louis and as soon as I graduated high school I knew that I didn't want to go to college I didn't have any plan on doing that yeah. I knew I wanted to be an actor be in music or do something like that and I got a modeling agency in Chicago I moved with some family uh, to Chicago, um, and thank you again, Ko and Elena. <laughs> Appreciate you. Um, stayed at the at their place, um, and then you know uh, New York, Miami, bounced back and forth. But at times, I mean, I was homeless, you know, um, couch hopping, whatever, and in and out of I mean, hostels. Do you remember those days still vividly? Oh yes. Like do you? I mean, because that's. I got to think, imagine like being here now and knowing what you went through to get here. Most people would have given up and gone back to St. Louis. I actually really liked, I felt, I liked it very out in the wild. Um, I, it made me really, it really pushed me to work hard. Um, when you are, yeah, when you're homeless in New York, I mean, I would, I kept my stuff behind the Gershwin. Uh, behind the desk where you would like check your luggage and I would be in and out of that hostel depending upon if I could stay because it was like 20 I get the model d discount you know from my agency <laughs> I was with Click and I would you know I would go behind the desk I'd be like oh I just gotta grab my luggage just a couple bucks and I would go back there and change and I didn't even have waterproof shoes so I would put like plastic bags in my shoes and tuck them in like this because it was during the winter yeah. and then that was right Around that time where I um, I booked these uh, Bon Jovi music videos. Like I was basically Alicia Silverstone. Like you did what a Alicia series of Bon Jovi videos? Yes. Amazing. Yeah, and I, it was huge. It was massive. Um, it was on like TRL. Like, I mean, this is back when people spent like, you know, 
almost like a million dollars on a music video. Yeah. I mean, that. I try to explain to people the power of MTV and like how much, that's why we, oh my we God. love it so much because we were raised on those things. That's where Britney Spears blew up. That's, I mean, TRL is something that you did watch every day and people were really putting their heart and souls in music videos. And, and there was a part of me because I would start doing well, start doing well, and then I liked that consistency and then I would go back like to struggling and, and this and that. And I, part of me thought, you know, is this where is this the reason why you keep going back to these rough times? Is because you want to struggle because it makes you feel alive? Is that the reason why? Is because it f- you like the excitement of like, oh shit, like your oh shit meter is like going off. You know what yeah. I mean? You're like fuck, like what do I do? Um, but yeah, a lot of the times I feel like you run on adrenaline. Like you are going from thing to thing, and you always do it with a smile on your face. Every time I see you, it's always, you know, you're, you're nice to everybody that uh, you're around. You're, you know, Thanks, like, man. but you're also like, you're taking care of everybody. I mean, that's one thing I think the show does well at highlighting is that you really do take care of your friends, um, and we see that throughout all of the seasons. Um, but I find that interesting now. It's like. I think these things keep piling up on like, you know, you're doing Schwartz and Sandys, you're you're doing Tom Tom, you're doing the show, but like this band, how did that start? <laughs> I mean, and by the way, I just want to I want to express to people like it's like a nine-piece band. You the Hotel Cafe has so many <laughs> memories for me. I used to spend so many nights there and you shoved a nine-piece band and we're not talking like just schlubs that like we're talking real musicians. There's a <sighs> saxophonist you guys that it looks amazing and he sounds amazing. Colin Diaz. I mean, he is a fucking legend. Yeah, I mean, and you guys, this was your first show and you killed it. You did a, <laughs> you guys, he did a 20 song set. He took a break, came back on to the second set. Like, I mean, I've seen, and I, and I know this is, you know, this is hard to say, like, because people, I was a huge fan of Prince. Like, I, I saw him six oh or seven gosh. times. Oh my gosh. Huge fan of Beyonce, a huge fan of people that actually just brought the the party, that actually it made you feel good. It made everybody feel welcome, and, and those people were like that. And I did feel that way with you guys. Like, it was just so good, and it's also Wow, you comparing to me to life. Beyonce and Prince? Come Dude, on, I know, man. By the way, I know people are going to give me shit. But like, Dude, no, come but, but, on. No, but you can ask my room. I said the exact same thing. What possessed you to do this? Like, I mean, where does this even come into the... Like, that's what I asked him before we started. I was like, do you have, like, 30... Because he was showing me things he's building. I'm like, do you have, like, 30 plans at all times? And then just... Kind of. Which gets picked to be done, you know? Uh, It's tough, man. I go go back and forth. You know, it's my ADD. It kicks in a lot. Yeah. um, ah, Yeah, I mean... Because this is a big swing. I talk about big swings on this show. This is a big swing. And big swings are where, like, magic can happen. But this is a big one. Well, the, this is the thing. Look, I yes, I, I do have a lot going on. I mean, I, at the end of uh, this month, we're doing a our uh, a Strix, my yeah. men's cosmetic line. It just just got launched in Nordstrom in New York. So we're doing a, an event at the end of the month. We're doing a whiskey tasting. Like with bringing on a project like the like this band, you know, obviously I've I, I've been in bands in the past. Pierce the Arrow. Pierce the Arrow. We got Charles McMansion. We've got yeah. you know. This, I was in a band called In Victory before that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. We've we've grown up watching you grow up on this show through your bands. I love I love music. I love music from the talent show, like playing trumpet, being a marching band, playing guitar. Like I love it. Like even when I wasn't singing, being just a part of a band, like creating music, is is so. I love it so much, and you know. This year has been very stressful, you know, 
with everything going on with the show and and with you know the opening up a new place it's a very stressful and i wouldn't think about really bringing on something else well i probably would but oh my friend jason he uh helps me with my youtube stuff and we're going to be doing uh schwartz and i are going to be doing this stuff. so we're going to be doing this thing called chilling officially with the toms where we go around the different bars and like meet like get, jump behind the bar talk to people like go through their cocktail menu like hang out make drinks just chop chop yeah, it up yeah, yeah. so he's going to be running that but so jason jason bader um him and his wife kimmy who i met through billy lee um they he he's a drummer and we were just hanging out having drinks one night and he's like man i would love to do because see like when bands break up like I, when i was in my bands like when pierce Zero broke up like I like didn't pick up the guitar for like a year. Like it just broke my heart. And then when Charles McMansion went, when that went south, uh, you know, R.I.P. R.I.P. Isaac, happy. Yeah. Let's touch in public. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I just with all the time and effort that I put into those those groups and and for it to just like kind of not go anywhere. Like don't mean not meaning like oh it's got to be successful, but like. We recorded one song and one music video with Charles McMansion with Pierce Arrow. We never even like went into the studio and recorded. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying like, and all this time, like, like two years was put into that band. Yeah. So it's just like it was so frustrating to me, yeah. and I was so and because I love music, like I can be in the studio for like ten hours and just be totally loving it. Yeah. But you know, I. I so when it came to music, I was like. Jason was like, dude, I would do, I was like, I would do a cover band. I would love to do a cover band. Like, and he's like, yeah, I would love to do it too. We were just drunk one night. And he's like, you know, I like, you got to meet my buddy, Colin, Colin, the saxophone, as you talked about. Um, He's like, he's such a cool, he's a music teacher. He plays like every instrument. Like he teaches underprivileged kids. Um, Such a cool guy. Just like can transpose. He writes, he hands out, he composes everything and like gives sheet music to all, all the band members. (laughs) They're like, I don't know how to read this. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, well, I mean, the guitarist. That's what I'm saying. Like, but the balls to do like, you guys did a 20 songs, like a 20 song set that actually I think went off pretty flawless and uh, I mean, on top of that, that was your first time performing. I just don't understand. Like- we were a band for three months. So when putting this band together, you know, I've had some issues in the past with, and, and I'm sure people can relate to this. Like somebody in the past, like I've been in bands. I, I don't want to mention any names, but, you know, people, it's, it's a non-productive, sabotaging energy. And it breaks bands up all the time. That like negative energy, that that like flexing energy. Um, and I was like, if I do this band, when I was talking to Jason, I was like, I I want it done. I'll, I'll do. I would do it, but I want it done right. And here's another thing. And this is something that I've learned in life with you know with being on the show and just in general and yeah. things that I've done that, that have been successful that I've noticed in my life with being yeah. su- like things that have been successful is that you have to, and I'm sure you know this, you have to love it. You have to love what the fuck you do yep. because if you don't, you're getting into an industry with a, with a million people yeah. that yeah. actually do fucking love doing that. Yes. So yeah. good luck competing against that passion and that drive because those guys, 
the other people that love what they're doing, they're going to hit a roadblock and they'll be like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. bust right through that roadblock. You hit a roadblock and you don't love what you're doing, you're going to be like, mm, was it even worth it anyways? I'm not the biggest <clears throat> Dane Cook fan, but he said this one quote that blew me away. You know, when I came out here, somebody might be funnier than me. <sighs> But they will never outwork me. He goes, they will never outwork me. He's like, you do not know who you're dealing with. You, I will, I Love will outwork that. anybody. And that has proven to always, uh, you know, be the difference. Yeah, dude, I, I love that. What are you looking to accomplish besides, you know, I would imagine just having people have a good time. But as a performer, what are you looking to strengthen? To get to get back to what you were saying earlier and the, what we were talking about doing what you love, um, I I decided you know I'm gonna do this right and so we rented a space. I, I got, we found like a really good studio. Um, all my band members get paid. Like so, dude, that's a big. You have a big band. Yeah, it's a they get paid. They get paid for the practice. You know, they all get paid for their practices, performances, and dude, like, they're these guys are used to being in bands where they're just like, people are snapping their fingers at them, and like a lot of these guys are in other bands. Like our guitarist, our guitarist Kevin plays for the church uh, that Justin Bieber goes to. That huge church. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Jax goes there too. Oh, Cross heart real? emoji. But it's a huge, yeah. it's a huge, of course, of course, but it's a huge, serious band. Yeah. And he's their lead guitarist. This guy is insane. He's incredible. Hillsong. But like, Hillsong. Hillsong, is that it? I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and then. So you got heavy hitters in this band with you. Big time. And they play in other bands, are like told to wear all black and sit way in the back. And, I'm and you like, highlighted them. Yeah, I dressed pretty much all of them. <laughs> no, I'm talking about you highlighted their musical talents. Oh, not yeah. their look. Which, by the way, you always have your own look. Well, You're no, no, no. I'm like, I'm like, do you guys highlighted their musical talents? Yeah. No, thank you. I, no, I and I don't, I don't dress them. Like, I'm not like you need to wear this. I'm like, do what do you do? You want? Are you down? And they're like, hell yeah. I'm like, all right, you want? Like, I got a, a three piece white suit for Colin. Because I, yeah. I was like, dude, I was like, what do you think about wearing a white? He's like, a white suit? He's like, fuck yeah. I was like, dude, I'll, let's let's go get you fitted for one. Do you remember the first rehearsal with them? And did you walk in nervous? Or did you walk in like, dude. oh, I'm in charge, I'm good? Like, how no. long did it take you to get into your skin? I still, like, I mean, dude, you're around all these musicians. But, like, most all of them are probably the best musician and they're, like, any band that they go into, you know, like it, it, I'm always nervous. I'm like, even though it is my band and like, I always, but I, <sighs> I feel like you're a born performer though. So it's that one thing, like when you got up there on stage and like, did you then prove to yourself? You're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, or did I, you wait? But that was the other, I had a quite like, were you, were you pleased with your performance and your band's performance? Were you like, oh, damn it, it I missed a transition right here and I no, just kills I, me, you know? No, 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 no. I was, you know, from like one thing about being, uh, one thing about performing music is if it, you're like 85%, you're nailing it. You're never going to be 100. Like I think, didn't we start playing like Caribbean Queen before we started playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then we Which, just by the like, way, guys, Billy, Billy Ocean, I mean, that's what I was cracking up was that you were playing songs and I was like, 
fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Like, I was like, I mean, you know, I was like, but I was like, you did Rosanna, and I was like, fuck. Like, I was like, and then I was talking to Logan, our buddy, and he was like, he's like, before Tom, I didn't know any of these songs. And he goes, no, I love them, you know? I love that. But that's what I was like, it's like you're... It's like a DJ set where you're like... That's exactly the oh, reaction yeah, I want. Like, That's exactly the reaction. Because I don't want to do... You know, like, we, were, we wanted to do a Weezer song. But, like, even at our rehearsal space, I hear two other bands doing Say It Ain't So. So I'm like, I'm not fucking doing Say It Ain't So. Yeah. Just like... I hear every Yacht Rock band does Africa. So, like, I'm not going to do Africa. We're going to do Rosanna. We're going to do Sweater, you know, yeah. Undone uh, by Weezer. I mean, you even did a Death Cab song, which I don't want to give away the whole set list, but it was a Death Cab song that I even believe was in Vanderpump Rules at one point. Um, oh, my God. You know, you remember that? Yeah. The Vegas Strip? Yeah. Holy shit. You know, they. Well, we I just rewatched pull, the whole thing. Yeah. Wait, so, did they yeah. pull it out, though? They pulled it out in the. No, no, no. Because, no because, it's still in there? Because my roommate said, yeah, they'd use the Death Cab song, and, and she's never do, seen the show do, before. Do, 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 <laughs> yeah. That is but I was honestly. Like, why did they pay? I was like, that's wild, because Vanderpump Rules always makes up songs of like, getting in the funk. Oh, yeah. my God. My favorite My favorite was uh, a couple seasons ago when like Schwartz and Katie, or like three seasons ago when they went and got like a prenup, and like there was a song that was like, <laughs> they'll last forever. <laughs> As they're going into the like law- lawyer door, and then it's like, <laughs> then, then it's like they're like hanging out, like it's like. They're hanging out with their girlfriends. It's like Stassi, Katie, and it's like popping bottles with the girls in my name. It's like I know we're jumping around, but it's like, do you guys ever watch the edit of this show and go like, are you fucking kidding me? They put that song in like like, that year. That year in particular, it was like really. I was like, are they trying to be really like ironic? Are they trying to be funny? Like. Because that was that was a particularly like. Well, they've. I mean, you have to notice now is that. They started this about three seasons ago where they were like hard trolling the cast. Where the editors are so good. The editors yeah. are so good, but they would Sheena would say something and then you'd have four examples of Sheena saying the same thing throughout the seasons. Yeah. And it was like a hard troll. Yes. Sheena audience, got trolled like no other. Oh man, they brutalized her. Like, but it to the audience, I don't know, it's just so weird. And like, what is the crossover of doing what you do on reality TV to music? Do you find anything in because we're supposedly watching a reality show of your real life, but is there a performance element for I mean, are you quote unquote bringing it when the cameras are on? Yes, but no. Do you know what I mean? Like, they like outlawed weed on our show um, because people like certain people were showing like, has- Kennedy says he smokes it all the time. What do you mean? He's different. Oh, okay. like, but they, there were people that would be like in the scene puffing on a fucking wheat vape <laughs> while in a scene. And it was like, all of a sudden there'd be like that tally moment with like, wait, I'll tell you right where it is. And it's like, <laughs> okay, yeah. Tolly, where's, where is it? <laughs> Where's what? It's just like that, like, that, like, (laughs) people be in a scene, like, we'd be filming, not in a scene, but we would be somewhere filming, talking about real shit, you know? I'd be like, Ryan, I need to talk to you about, like, you you fucked me over over here, like, you did this, you know? We gotta talk about it, and I'm pissed off, and it really hurt my feelings. He'd be like, wait, what, dude? Um... (laughs) Hey man, I cannot do this right now. Dude, like, wait, 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 (laughs) sorry, start over. Well, um, so, okay... Wait, 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 yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, I remember, I know, I know what you're talking about. So, like, that, 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 like, when, when it, 
when you mean like when you say bring it, yes, we have to bring it in that sense of like we can't be like sitting back talking about you know what what we're watching on Hulu or Netflix or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we can't. We got to talk about the 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 difficult shit. The this the one conversation you don't want to have with the one person you don't want to have. Well, it with. I mean, by the way, you did, you know one of the most iconic ones, which you could tell you and Schwartz did not want to have anything to do with, was that season opener at the club with uh, Faith and Jax and all that. Oh. Stuff. And you could just tell. You could tell that it was like. Oh, I do not want to say this. I do not want to say this. I don't know if that's the reality of that situation. That is. But it read like... It's nauseous. Somebody was like... You feel like you're you going to fucking... do this and like, oh, no, 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 no. You know? See, you kind of... You, you, you know... I always say this as a, is kind of like a joke, but not really. You like know you're doing your job when you're... When you feel... Sick. Sick. Physically <laughs> sick telling somebody something. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I I always think of that scene in Return of the Jedi where Luke has to go face Darth Vader for like the and he knows he's his father and he's like, and in my head I was like, Luke doesn't need to do that. He's gonna die. Luke just take off. He's got a spaceship. Go to the fucking farthest direction ever. <laughs> yes. But it's like he know he has to do it, and I always feel like. You guys are forced to do something like crazy. Like I'll <laughs> bury, I'll bury anger for like thirty years. You have to like face it right then and there. And but the other person you're saying it to has to realize it's the show. It's not you. It's the show. Like yeah. And there's a and there's a difference between yeah. there's a difference between you know me knowing like intimate in, like information or things about you. And deciding to bring it up and pretending like I care about it, but really just using it as like uh, as something interesting to say uh, in a conversation, or me being like, "Listen, this is coming out and it's happening. I'm I I'm bringing it up because this is like, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you had this like weird thing where like. You like beat off to like troll dolls. You know what? And the I, fact like, that you know that about me is just wild. Okay, okay, that. okay. I'm, so sorry, I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. Have, wow, you really are good at your job. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> who told you that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, we we both do. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's 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 a cool. You guys don't live in Los Angeles. You, you don't, don't live in LA. You don't know. Yeah, it's hard. You don't know. Um, uh, but yeah, like if if I'm just saying something like random like that, where I'm just like like. We know we all know somebody who's done that on our show in the past. Well, anyway, I don't want to. No, I mean everybody. But see, that's the funny thing is like this show, and like for a lot of people, is imprinted on people's memories. Like for whatever. I mean, I used to joke about like one of you guys or you guys calling yourselves the Friends cast. But then in a way, it's not too far. I mean, it's. I mean, it's not the like in like. There's a huge hype around this show always, but. I kind of do agree. Like you think about the friends episodes when you saw it and like, but I can tell you exactly where I was when I, uh, when I saw you tackle Jack's, I can tell you exactly where I, I mean, these things do burn in your memory. Like wow. I even rewatching it. I kept having to like, go. I needed to do work, but I was like, Oh no, 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 no. This is where Jack says he's the number one guy. I gotta see it. Like I gotta see it. <laughs> and like your, your serious face there where you're just like, you know, I, those things are burned in our memories, everybody. And like, you seem like you take that not you don't take that lightly. You take it seriously. People 
like when I see you at Tom Tom or like that, you want to show people a good time. You're nice to everybody, which is always yeah, huge to me. Thanks, man. No, I feel like that's an. I feel like that's important. Like, I feel like it's important. You know, people come in from all over, you know, sometimes like we've had people there from Saudi Arabia, like, and it's just, I don't go into Tom Tom if I'm like not in the mood. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and thank you for saying that. And, and, and I, and I, you know, that is important to me. It is important that like when people run into you and they're excited and they're happy, like should add to that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and, and I love doing that. I mean, you like people. It is kind of. I've seen that when you and Schwartz will enter, and like it lights up the thing, and everybody. You know, it's really kind of amazing. I mean, Schwartz took a really hammered photo with my mom once, and like, I mean, like <laughs> hammered, hammered, and it was like, but he was still so flipping nice to do. Like he was. It really made my mom's trip, and I've seen you guys do awesome. that again and again to everybody, and I just think that's so cool because. Some people in your cast don't do that. Some people do do that. But it also, I feel like you guys have an appreciation because you saw what it was like in LA without this job. You saw exactly. what it was like struggling Again, this. too, like, that is also, you know, we're, Schwartz and I, you know, there is a certain point where you're like, I've had enough of Tom Tom. It, I've been here for two hours, and I got to get out of here. But, like, when we go in there and we're hanging out and running around and like whatever, like I don't go sit in the corner and put a hat down and like our hoodie, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I'm very, you know, I usually wear something kind of loud, you know, <laughs> like I put together, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go in there and I, I enjoy it, yeah. you know? And, and you like, again, this goes back to like, you got to love what you're doing. Otherwise you're just going to be fucking miserable. Like, yeah. You know, that's why we're opening up another bar. Like, these are, this is the things that I want to do. I want to be, like, I like that. I like making drinks for people. I can't wait to, like, make drinks for people at our new spot. Like, yeah, I Schwartz love playing. Schwartz and Sandy's, by the Schwartz way. Schwartz and Sandy's. That seems to be, uh, I, you know, did you, did you think you were going to start that much conversation about a name? And by the way, I do want to point out. No. Everybody's talking about the name. Exactly. I do want to point that out, is that, like, always it's like andy cohen at the new year's eve thing everybody was talking 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 guys guess what we're all talking about it we're all talking about this name but also i want to point out to people tom tom was a silly name in a lot of people's books yeah like, in the beginning you know like i remember lisa at schwartz was like it's going to be called tom tom when schwartz and i hang out together i don't call him tom i don't call like he doesn't call me tom yeah i call like, him schwartz do he calls that, me yeah. sandy like, that's what we call each other. When people come to Schwartz and Sandy's, you want to feel like you're really getting to know us. You want to feel like you're coming over to our house. Like, Schwartz and Sandy's sounds like, oh, yeah, you're going over to the, like, like oh, yeah, they're the gay couple or whatever. Like, or it's Schwartz and Sandy's. It's like the clubhouse. It's You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's it's our it's our house. It's like our, our, like, you're really, and when you go into this place, like, you really are going to get a lot of our personality. Like, a lot. It's it's well we've gotten so many ideas about this place yet I still don't really understand what it's going to be because they've made it like an ongoing bit about we're going to do this year we're going to do this the, year also the funny thing is is like dude all these people asking about like a name and like the name it's like dude 
when that all that shit was happening, I'm like, are you guys fucking kidding me? Right? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are putting the cart before the horse. I mean, it is funny that the show now, like, we're now getting into refi plots. Like, refinance. Like, I mean, it is interesting. We're watching you guys grow up, quote yeah. unquote. Like, we've, I mean, that is the fascinating thing. And that's what I think one of the beauties of the show is, is you get to watch people grow up. And some people don't grow up and some people do. And you get to watch that entirety of that, but it's funny now, like people have houses, and I was like, I was watching you guys. Like, you, I was watching the episode the other day when Jax was helping you take out the couch that all that crap happened on, and I was just like, this is insane. <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, damn it, I would have put that in my reality show museum. That is a, that is a oh, historic couch. Shit. Like, the fact that you didn't save that, and I know that sounds silly, but like, you know, like, I think about these things, and I actually bits happen, like, we, I, you know, like, that couch is seen major plot lines. I gave that couch to Isaac Cappy and I don't, that couch was so comfortable. I don't know what ended up happening to it, but um, probably got given away at some point. That couch was amazing. It was the most comfortable couch. We do a documentary tracking that couch down of like just going from person to person of like, okay, I know, I know it went here, but like, that's what I think about your show though. Like I, I have these little pieces of memory. Like I have the first men, like the 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 that night you guys first opened Tom Tom to like Daily Mail and all that stuff. I had like a, a paper menu that was. Dude, pretty- I gotta get you a real piece of memorabilia. Well, I mean, I have Jax's wedding invitation. Somebody uh, passed me one of those. That's pretty. That's pretty good. I bet I could do better than yeah, that. Yeah, no, I well, but by the way, if it's possible before we leave, you do have the chunky sweater here. I would love to. And by the way. I'm just saying I would never return the samurai sword. I'm just saying that I would treasure the samurai Randy you Jackson. Have no idea. Sword. That was like four years in the making. Dude, it cracks me. I mean, I mean, I've talked about it on the show, you guys, but most recently we finally got a return of a certain somebody and they they it's just such that's I'm like, why would you characters. do that? Why would you do that? You know I got him a pair of fucking uh Air Mag, Back to the Future 2 shoes. And they weren't loves. the real ones. They weren't, and he loves like that nostalgic yeah. stuff. They weren't the real Air Mags because you couldn't get them. So I got the ones that were like the knockoffs from China or whatever. And then I hired somebody because the knockoff Air Mags, they don't have the Nike symbol on it that glows, and they don't have the Nike that glows on the tongue. Yeah, I on, hired somebody. Movie. To actually make it to where it does, to actually build that and put it in the shoe, and Jax gave it away. Like, like just as a nerd, this is what I don't get: is that I don't get, you know, I don't like. What are we not seeing? Why is it like? Are you guys like? What are we not seeing? Why is he this fucking stubborn with you in particular? And then I have to, ha- I have to see like Schwartz and all these people partying it. Like, and I'm like, and I hate to say this, but I, I, I choose sides in shows. I choose sides. Like I, you know, and I don't like when my side is all, I don't know. I feel like I hate to say it. He's gotten by on rewriting history and now being able to get angry. But he was the one that did most of these things on the show. Did we, did we miss an episode where you guys, like where you killed somebody in his family? Did we miss an episode? Yeah. Yeah. I drowned his twin brother. No, but that's what I'm saying. We must've missed something because I don't get why he's like, I don't even get Cause at the, even at the Kentucky castle, you had a fucking thing with water and you were like, I, I mean, I, I don't know if it's an actor or not, but you had no, 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 no. Like, it wasn't. It's it's I don't like get it. that's that's the thing. I don't is get it. I always see like these situations, and I'm like, you know what? It, it's it's cool, but it could be a little bit better if it was us. And I'll like do it. Yeah, just cause. Like that's that's the same. It's the same thing with the band. 
You know what I mean? Like, yes, we could be a five-person cover band. But, like, come on, a brass section? You know what I mean? How much like, cooler would that be? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's that's kind of, like, how... It's, I mean, it's, that's the band's name, the most extras, right? Yeah, it's about, yeah, like... I am extra in general because I just it's fun to express and you yourself. Lean into that, you're not ashamed. Yeah, of that. I'm not ashamed of it. That's a superpower, it. you know. Yeah, and I and I also like encourage other people like when they want to be extra, just fucking do it. You know what I mean? And but that's that's just me doing that, like me being like getting carried away. Like I get carried away. That's like the story of my life. I start like. I, I go paintballing once and then I get carried away and like now I'm like I look like RoboCop. Same thing with snowboarding. Like I mean, you have lightsabers. You have like I mean, yeah. I remember seeing you dressed up in like Jedi gear with Logan. And well, that's what that, I mean. This is a silly question, and I want to get back to Jackson in a second. But it was a silly question. I'm like, where did you keep all your shit in your apartment? Because it seemed like you storage had unit. I knew it. I knew it. I said that he goes. He must have had a story because I'm like, oh, fuck where's yeah. he even just keeping his like? He has clothes for everything. He can't keep it in that apartment. I think I had in West Hollywood. I had two storage units. Two storage units. That's Kardashian level. <laughs> I mean, that is why. Hey, Ariana, can, Ariana, can you just scream, hey? That's Ariana Maddox. She literally is right over there. Dumbland. She's it's yes. Oh my gosh, she's so good. <laughs> yeah, she plays. Uh, I still think Ariana, like, if Broadway ever opens up, she should be one of those people that, like, like stunt casting but good, you know? Like, yeah. Like, why can't you do that? I love I'm that. talking to you, Ariana. Okay. <laughs> yes, I was saying, I've told you this before, but, like, on, like, like you should do Broadway because they always do the stunt casting, oh, but I you so you bad. can actually sing, you know? Like, if, they, if Broadway ever so reopens. Bad. I actually have, like, a story I'll tell you when you guys are not recording. Okay. Is it about what we were talking about the other night? Whoever listens to your podcast. Is it about what we were talking about the other night? Tom, don't tell my story. I won't. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay, cool. Okay, here we go. Uh, We just took a break, and we are back. Tom has been nice (laughs) enough to still uh, spend time with us. Oh, come on. No, no, it really is. uh, It's a a pleasure. We left off. Can I do... I want to tell the audience... I've had my most awkward interactions in life, I think, with Tom Sandoval, and he doesn't even know it. Um, I've told a lot of these stories on the pod, but I want to remind people because Tom doesn't even realize. So I really genuinely like the character of Tom Sandoval and the real person, Tom Sandoval, and I just somebody I really look up to you. And I'm probably older than you, but I, I really love the passion and the drive. So the first time, you guys, was at Tom Sandoval's birthday party at um, where you were raising money for a uh, ed, uh, education center. Oh. Jax's credit card didn't go through. Oh, oh, yeah. Project Elevate for yeah. uh, for that for the school in Haiti. Richardson yeah, and floor. Lou. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I came with Molly McAleer, and it yeah. was the first. And I didn't realize it was filming. I thought it was your actual birthday party. Well, it was. Well, but I didn't realize it was being filmed. So immediately, I got hit with an NDA or or whatever you sign, and I'm like, and my body turned to sweat. Like my body. <laughs> and Meredith was there and I knew Meredith and and so all of a sudden like and Molly's cracking up at me uh, introducing me to people and I'm just like dripping like and I had to go into the bathroom towel down because it's really weird to watch people on TV and then see them in person and you guys were all really nice and then I finally went over and hid by the bar uh, there's video of me doing a shot with Stassi that night and all of a sudden Whoa, I'm seeing hell yeah I'm seeing the inner like I'm seeing Jax be Jax and I'm seeing you and there's a picture of me you Molly and Ariana 
where I'm bent down so hard because I was sweating so badly that I didn't want you to touch my back. And so I'm like kneeling in the photo almost, and you guys are standing because I just went. <laughs> and that was one awkward time. The other awkward time was that I was at Logan's birthday party there at Sir one time, uh, Billy Lee, all these people, and it was before Tom Tom opened, but we knew about Tom Tom. And you came, you got me a drink. We was like, hey, you remembered me. And then you said, uh, then I said, I didn't know what to say to you. So I said, hey, how's Tom Tom going? You're like, great, great. And I go, uh, I, I go, I'm going to spend all my weekend money there. And I was like, what the fuck is weekend money? Like, I don't have weekend money. Like, Did I say that? No, I said that to you. I said, oh, I'm going to spend oh, my oh, weekend money oh. at TomTom. What the fuck is weekend money? I don't have weekend money. And then I was like, this is the only thing I could think to say to you was that I'm going to spend my weekend money at TomTom. You're like, hey, thanks, buddy. Thanks. And then I was at another random bar. And I you didn't guys, say buddy. I know that. You guys walked in and you recognized me again. And, you know, we, and then we... Uh, you were getting a drink and you talked about how you sliced your hand filming the opening of Vanderpump Rules because you did a champagne opening. Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. your hand. Oh, yeah, that was eight stitches. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit. Like, Tom just told, I, like, you just told this story out of nowhere. And I was like, they wanted me to do, when I, when I knocked the, uh, when I, when I sabered the bottle of champagne, I told, I told production, I was like, they're like, hey, can you saber a bottle of champagne? I was like, yes, I can do that. And they're like, great, we want you to do that for the opening. But can you send a quick like iPhone video with with the producers right now? It was right before we went to uh we drove all the way to um Marina Del Rey for uh Tashina's house. Yes. That whole thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I was driving, I had my hand wrapped up because I sabered a bottle of champagne. They like had a bottle of champagne there and I sabered it. And I went to sit it down, set it down, and as it was falling, it slipped out of my hands because of the condensation. I went to grab it, and oh. as I went to grab it, it touched the ground, and that like the it, it was like a you know like a sideways like a like a diagonal oval of glass, sharp glass. It stabbed into my hand. I had to get eight stitches. But see, to me, I heard that story, and I was like, "Fucking Tom Sandoval does it again." He's like. Fucking doing the slicing thing. He's like taught himself how to slice a champagne bottle. And I did. Like, my buddy was with me, and I was like, "Man, that guy." I was like, "That that, I, I, that dude's a star, man." Like I was like, and uh, and by the way, it's unironic because I go so hard on Jax on the show because he's, I mean, he doesn't know he's my nemesis. Like, and he because I just I think, and I don't I don't want you to say anything, but like to me, there is good and bad in this world, and I don't mean he's bad, but he's it's frustrating when I've seen you know. So many chances. I just don't like how he talks shit to you, and I take it really personally. I didn't like what he said to Ariana a couple times. I take that personally. But is there, in in your heart and all that, is there a thing of like, ah, oh, man, I hope one day we can all be cool. Do you still have that at all? I actually, um, not... And you don't have to answer it, but I'm just, like, I, it is something no, I No, 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 no. Not, not that long ago, we were at uh, Kristen's house, and she sold she sold her house. Kristen Doty. Doty, Yes. Um, and she had a party like before she sold her house and we we went by there. Jax was there and you know, it was a little awkward and I was like, dude, I don't want it to be awkward. Like, I don't want it to be like that way, you know? Uh, cause it's just, it takes a lot of energy to be that way and it doesn't need to be that way anyways. And so I just went up to him, started talking to him, uh, just, you know, it's like, hey, I was like, dad, dad, daddy-o. And like, he didn't get it, but it's a Back to the Future reference. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 
first movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glover. Yes. Um, and just talking to him, I gave him a hug. We were like all like you know we were cool, and I I had something going on that next morning, so I couldn't stay super late and get like crazy. But uh, but yeah, we like hung out, we talked, and and it was it, it was, was great. Yeah, and. You know, look, we'll, we're not going to be where we were. Like, we're at different places in our lives, and obviously he's busy, I'm busy, you know. But we're we're at that point where we can, where, you know, where I, I, I think we could be cordial and, and be, you know, yeah. hang out. And like, and do you miss him not being a part of the show? I mean, do you miss Dossie not being a part? Do you miss those guys in regards to that, or are you – of the mind of like we're good on our own, we're good because my I think the misconception is, oh, it would be uh, it would be even better if they were there, and I'm like no 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 like you got to realize I watched a whole season without Stassi that was amazing like that was like a killer season with DJ James Kennedy and Kristen and all of this stuff like I don't I think not one person not two like the show is the show and it doesn't matter who's there sometimes I can tell you that it got to a point it started to get to a point. I think it was our last season. Everybody was in there, 2019, season eight, you know, where it, it just, even like production was saying certain things. You know, if if one person said, like, you're wearing a, you know, like almost like a light gray yeah. mixed with black cardigan. And, you know, if somebody said that that is a yellow shirt that you would be like, oh, that's actually, no, it's not. And you just disagreeing with that would cause this, everybody to sort of gang up on you. It was, it was, it got to the point where somebody would be doing something so obviously fucked up and nobody would say anything about it because they were afraid to deal with the wrath of like the mob gang mentality. And it was really actually like hurting our show. And, you know, as much as I do miss, like, you know, obviously having more cast members and having, like, you know, th- those interactions, and obviously we have history together, I don't miss that, like, mob gang mentality of, like, having a disagreement with one person and then having, like, seven other people, like, gang up on you because you <laughs> disagreed with somebody about something. Like, how sick do you get before reunions? Oh, my God. It's just, like... I mean, that's a whole nother story, but when you're in it, I'm sure it's like, okay, at least I'm in it. But I would, I don't think I could handle that kind of pressure of going into something, knowing that everything is going to be talked about that you've already fought about, you know? Yes. I mean, you relive things, you know, when it happens, you know, when, when we're, when we're filming the show and real life happens and we have these situations that go down, there's that moment. And then there's when you're talking about it, you know, when we're doing our interviews, our confessionals, and we're sitting in the chair, and then it's like the show comes out and then it's airing again. It's like you live these experiences numerous times, which sucks, but also can be really cool when it's f- the fun experiences. But I mean, were you blown away those first couple of seasons, though, seeing how it landed on people? Seeing oh, I, like, I could tell you. Sh- holy shit, like this is landing on people. Because as an actor, like I saw, I used to work in a place called Leslie Kahn that you took acting classes no 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 ariana did ariana did but also uh schwartz did 
Oh yeah, Schwartz yeah. Schwartz was in our system. Uh, you know, like everybody. Like I think Dodie was there for a second. Wow. You know, uh, Sheena was there uh, when she did the Jonas Brothers music video, and it's just a different thing of like scrapping around, like we talked earlier, trying to make it as an artist, an actor, a musician, and then you have this thing you would never. Like you, you've got to hear about this show. How was the show presented to you? We know we've seen that thing of like they made this poster of like this guy's dating this girl and this girl. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That like, was when that's the, when the show is pitched to you. You're already working at Sir. Are you like uh, why not? Are you like no? Nah, I don't want to do that. I don't think that's cool. At what, that point in time, I had like uh, ten um, acting credits, and I was really trying to push that. At that point in time, in like 2011, yeah, we, you know, I at that point you still were under the under the um, idea that once you do reality TV, you can't do anything else. You know, that's your like last stop. That's your yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. not not like you can't do anything else, but you can't be taken seriously as an actor. You you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't be. You can't. Your your shot of being Leonardo DiCaprio or, or is out the window. Yeah, or, yeah. You know what I mean. So, I had some reluctance because I was very serious about acting back then. And but I said, you know what? If I can, if I can do and show people, I was inspired by when I when I did that Bon Jovi video, and. Everybody saw that. It was all over the place, those videos or whatever. People were like, oh, oh Tom. I guess it. Tom Sandoval made it. <laughs> and it's like. Yeah, because you're from St. Louis. I'm from yeah. Kansas. And like, you know, people are like, oh, you were on The Office. Holy shit. Like, yeah. like they think that you did it. You've made it. Yeah. You you are literally a multimillionaire <laughs> yes. living in a yeah, giant yeah, house like, in the hills. Wow. <laughs> you, have an, you have an Alfred or a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, and it's it's just not true and i and i was inspired by the idea of showing people what it's kind of really like that was that really drew me into it and that made me decide to like i was the last person to sign my contract um when we started filming so Dodie had already signed and you didn't yeah but you were dating her at the time and you said no i don't want to do that yeah i was like as far as a main cast member i was like I, sh- I don't know. I don't know. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do this. Like, and I just, I, I was like, you know what? I think it's inspiring to be honest and, and tell people, you know, what, like what it's really like out here. Yeah. You uh, know, like you could, you could be, you could do a huge, you can be on, you know, uh, Loma Vogue or, or, or a billboard for rock and Republic or these vi- music videos or a movie. And, Still be like, you know, busting tables and trying to figure out how the fuck you're going to pay rent. Yeah. Like, that's the way it is. Yeah. That, I mean, that's what I say. Like, this is a, you know, I talked to one of my buddies who's a director now and a really successful one. And he said, it's, uh, you know, you're dealing in people's dreams out here. And that's why it's an intense town. Because everybody has a dream, and most dreams don't come true for people out here. Yeah. And so the people that the dreams do come true for, like, that's it keeps everybody going because you see that guy, that guy's dreams coming true. I want, I want a little bit of that. But you know, and I know it's a lottery. 
Like the fact that it you is. signed, you got a job Extremely. at that bar, you dated that person. Like, I mean, like, think about you like, th- I, I, no I what, go like, through it in fuck? my mind. Like, if this wouldn't have happened and this wouldn't happen, the, the domino effect that it took to like get to the point to where I'm at today or, or like to, to land Vanderpump rules. You know, to land Vanderpump Rules, like it's like you're landing a roll. Um, I mean, but by the way, you looking back, it 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 could have been a flop. Role. It like, could have been know? it could have been a, a nothing. It could have been. Oh, I was uh, livid. Sunset with, Tan. It could have been a. You know what I mean? Attached your episode to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I had watched that show and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I was livid. I was like, "Really?" Story, well, because I didn't. I liked my Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I didn't want to watch. Oh, okay. A bunch of, I, I didn't want to watch. You, but I'm saying I didn't want to watch a bunch of like uh, people that were doing better than me, getting wasted and hooking up. And then, then I finally did watch See, it, and I got so sucked in. You know, ne- that shit had never been done before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. When have you ever seen that on a reality show? I was so impressed the way that like. The way that they ha- – I mean obviously every season is different and we have evolved and it's also been a bit of – you know, housewives, you know, they kind of stay in the same realm that they are in. There hasn't really been a show on Bravo where you've really seen like boys to men or no, like – you know what I mean? Like, well, see, like, that show, that's what I'm saying. It actually proved that Bravo could do something else than housewives. It yeah. actually showed that like, okay, we have a younger demographic – there's a sexier aspect to this. And the thing was, like, I like nowadays, boys and men. That's why I use that. <laughs> you guys were cheating and lying and, but stealing and, but not in the way that housewives steal now, where you're like orphans and widows and lawsuits and all this stuff. You're, you're, you're stealing sunglasses. You're stealing, like, like it's shit we've all done in. Like, yeah. I, I was watching this week and you guys were partying in, like, I remember going into shitty apartments. I remember drinking shitty vodka and shitty apartments and getting hammered with my friends in Hollywood. I remember yeah. seeing then, and then I was almost saying that I was thinking this today. I was like, dude, next season, I want to, I want to make them go back to their old apartments and make them like just for the season and make them do a, like a, uh, you know, uh, a, where, you know, a flashback episode of just being in that situation. Wait a minute. Know? I got something for you. Yeah. You know that I still have that apartment. What? Yes. Who lives in it? Jeremy. No way! Jeremy Maddox lives in the apartment. That's amazing. Is it haunted? Does he hear voices at night? Is there no. The, is, he hears like. Does he, he hears, hear the movie Drive? He does. Hear, he does hear Drive sometimes. He'll hear like a. Uh, he'll, he'll hear like the microwave door slamming at times. Like, yeah, <laughs> dude. I mean, I, no, 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 no. We should, we should go there. We should go there. That's what I'm saying. Because he's not going to be there very much longer. You, and then we're going to lose that place for good. You know what? We should do a YouTube video on your thing where I'm a host and I'm just reacting. to. Uh, I would love to. I I'll to do be, a video tour with yes, you. That would be. But I want to do like maybe on the next tour, but like uh, travel around like the Grateful Dead. And I go from show to show and meet people and stuff in the parking lot and all that. Like kind of. I, I mean, it's it's silly. But at the same time, see, I would like, oh, oh, he. They played Freedom this set, but the earlier I, I, I got a cassette. He he went up high on the third verse, and it was like so sweet, man. Um, but uh, okay, so the other thing I wanted to bring up too is that uh, we saw you and everybody on the show, not just you, get so fucking brutalized by life, by cheating, by all of this stuff. How long did it take you to accept? watching people go through your lowest moments on TV that we all could watch things happen to you. Like, you know, like what do you all, mean? Like me like, watching like, like, other, 
No, like like when it actually did come out about Jackson Christian, like we had to watch you deal with that. We had to watch you handle that. Did you ever be like, fuck, man, everybody has to see this shit? Like everybody has to see me go through this. Well, when that happened, I honestly thought Good. No. No. When when that actually was happening, I, I was so in disbelief that I thought I was like, oh, oh, okay, so I guess we're doing a fake show. Okay, so Jack slept with Kristen. Okay, yeah, okay, guys. I think I'm just going to leave. Like, I literally was so in disbelief. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's wild. Because you never would believe in a It was thousand such years. a left hook. And everybody kept to their story. So it was like so – but that's what's crazy about your story is that like the show, I mean, is that these huge things happened. Like I've had betrayal in friend groups and all that. But you guys took it to another level. I mean, level. dude, like, I would, I would, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I, I was, was watching you hit, I was watching you go after DJ James Kennedy in an earlier season, mm-hmm. and now to see you guys, that was this insane. season where you're so supportive of him, where you helped him put on Richella, which, by the way, I do want to say, there needs to be a second annual, even if it didn't work out. I want Richella to live on year after year. I want to make shirts for Richella. Listen, man. Like, like you really don't be fucking polo, planting these seeds, bro. Because those polo fields mean so much. to They me mean personally. so I've been much to, 13 to me Coachella's. too. And the fact that that was on the wow, actual field, dude, it was emotional Were for you me. There the year Prince played. What? Were you there the year Prince played? I was. Dude, that was my first Coachella. I snuck fucking, in that year. It was amazing. Like I unbelievable. Never, it was like, and he played hits. He didn't like. Dude, the way stuff. he was like, I had never. First of all, I knew, I knew Prince from like when Doves Cry and like obviously Purple Rain and and these songs, but like, I didn't know that he was like, like such a virtuoso. I didn't guitar, know like on the guitar. Up. I didn't know that. So like when I saw him at Coachella that year, what was it, two thousand eight? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, I have a T-shirt from there. Yeah, I mean, like that I'll was show it to you because Portishead opened. Portishead, up, yes. yeah, Portishead opened up, and then the thing was, that was the first time I saw Mia. Yes, yes, and they and she fought, like she wow went crazy like the tent was like so I mean the was tent the, was electric I mean people were crawling Dude, I on. had heard of Coachella at that point I'd heard of Coachella I was doing a modeling job at uh, in Palm Springs for Modern Amusement through Photogenics and me and uh, this guy uh, my my friend at the time Quest who modeled with them like we went to this and he's like Dude let's go to the festival and I was like okay uh, okay and so we went there and like. Dude, I just remember seeing the like spotlights going like in- into like, like like yeah, it was yeah, going yeah. Up to so the mothership. You guys, there's like, like spotlights always in the sky at night, and they and point so just, up yeah. to like oblivion. It makes it makes the festival seem like it's, it's never. It looks it so, looks like you're in a stadium it's so magical. that's that's a hundred hundred stories tall. I don't know if you remember this. Prince said near the end of the concert, he said, "You're at the coolest place on earth right now," and I was like, thought about it. I was like. In reality, that's true. Probably right now, I at Prince playing at Coachella, I literally early for this Coachella moment, am on the coolest place that you could ever be before in this before Instagram, before it's yeah, like a it's commercial like thing. Nobody was posting pictures of Prince and all this no. stuff. No, like, it was just people out there living their lives, having a great time. You oh know? my god, it was unbelievable. The way he was playing was just like, oh, this is sexy. It was like he would like do like a slide down the guitar, and he'd be like he'd look over. Yeah, and just he like didn't even get think- somebody. And he played like he played uh, Creep because like Radiohead at that point had like ruled Coachella. And he was like, you tell them it's my house now. And I was just like, holy shit. Like I had seen Prince like four times at that point, And this that was, was my the first. best. 
Uh, I mean, I could geek. I mean, you're obviously a huge music fan, and I could geek out forever. But basically, I think we got on talking about like you being hurt in front of people. Did that take an adjustment of like, don't hurt me? Like, I mean, like I'm getting fucking brutalized on national television. Uh, it was uh, that that moment was just so crazy. It was like uh, you know, you're in disbelief. You're you're. You know, you are just trying to sort of process the whole situation. Um, I mean, I'll tell you in life, when you when you get put in those positions, it's very important to establish yourself. I'm sure you know, like, you know, wh- why I had to, like, punch. I Like, I don't, I don't condone, like, violence or whatever. But, like, dude, when somebody... Is like Rick James and Rick James and you like habitual line stepping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're like in your face. You gotta fucking yeah. dude. If I did that to you and you didn't fucking punch me, like I like you would have to do that. I mean, that's a. I mean, that I made my dad watch because my dad's been on the show and like I'll make my parents watch reality shows that they'll never watch in their lives. And I made them watch that episode, and my dad was like, "This guy Jax really exists. Like that's a real guy." <laughs> That's a real guy. And he's like, he did that. And it was the scene where he's at the beach and you guys are talking and he's like, you know. I still was in disbelief at like, that yeah, point. He's like, yeah, man. It happened. Uh, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, and my dad's like, what? He's not even like a Paul. He's just acting like it's like, yeah, it happened. Like, And then I made him watch the, the wedding episode. He's like, Jack's got married? Jack's got married? He's like, Jack, our guy Jack's got married? The guy from the, and I'm like, yeah, man, he got married. And he was cracking up, and I finally got to take because they have your fancy AF cocktails book with oh, you and Ariana awesome. and Danny, and they make drinks every time I'm there, and they're really cute. But my dad finally got to experience Tom Tom uh, when it finally opened up, and everybody was vaccinated, and uh, he had the time of his life. He got wasted. Oh, I love that. I mean, it really is. That's what I'm saying. You guys bring with your show that causes so much pain for you guys. It does cause so many good moments for everybody else. The other thing is you provided the best comedic moment, which is probably one of the moments you might not be proud of now, was the um, was this beautiful moment with you and Ariana. Like, just beautiful. You're like, I'm always here. I'm always here. <laughs> like, you go, you're always here. And she's looking at you, just loving her eyes. And it's this beautiful moment. We're all like, and you're like, but I really want to go to Vegas. There's like this... <laughs> They smash things with these trucks and they both, and you see Ariana's face of like, what? Like, do you watch that back and go, holy, because it, it was this beautiful moment on top of the craziest, funniest moment ever, but you, it was played so real. It is real. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you were such a dude. Like, they're going to smash things with cars and I got to be there. Well, also, on the other side of things, too, it's like, you know, I was being honest in that situation. Her birthday was that day, and I helped throw like a great no, no. Big she kids said party. it was the best. We had heard her this whole speech. This is the best day I've ever had. Amazing. Yeah. You had like circus. I flew like and- I, I like I I helped bring one of her friends in from New York and Lindsay, and then her uh, her other friend. I surprised her with. I think the reason why I actually went is because two. It's like. We're filming. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're going to film. That that trip in Vegas is getting filmed. Nothing is getting filmed back here. Oh, Maya's right I got so to... scared. I was like, is that a ghost? <laughs> Maya. <laughs> oh, she loves yeah, to come to the eye. She, yeah. Maya, she's our, she's our 2020 rescue. She's wow. a, 
She's so amazing. It was getting filmed. So, you know, of course I'm going to go. But you can't say in that moment, it's getting filmed, I have to. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to, like, not film. Well, and you ended up getting a tattoo on your ass, so it all, oh, in the God, end. Such made... a great, such a great idea, let me tell you. No, but these are things that are iconic. I mean, this is what, that's what I'm saying, that cracks me up, your real life. I'm so particular about things, too, and I did that. Like, that was... I told myself I would never get a tattoo because I can't like commit to a style for the rest of my well, life, like a style, like a style choice for the rest of my life. And what did I do? I like made a choice, a permanent choice that like I hate now. Well, I love it though. <laughs> I love that I hate it now. Uh, is there any way you could cut that off and could put it in my reality show museum? I'd love a piece of Tom <laughs> Sandoval's ass with the A on it. Um, uh, you say style, and style is a huge part of Tom Sandoval. Uh, we see season after season, you know, the first couple of seasons, but then you started playing with your look. Each season was uh, longer hair, a different this. You started, like, playing with your colors. like, um, And even, like, but this is not fake. It's real life, you guys. Like, I was at a party of our friend's uh, Janet's birthday. You came in in, like, like a, like a, a half-cut-off sweater, and, like, you know, your nails are painted now. And I'm like, this dude changes style every year, but it's, like, your personal style. Can you speak to style and the style of your band? I consider myself, uh, like, a bit of a chameleon. Like, I like, you know, one, one person that I really look up to for style is Samuel L. Jackson. You see that guy in, like, movies like everything from formula 51 to you know uh looper to you know i did not expect you to say samuel l jackson that guy that guy you know yeah he's fucking samuel l jackson and he's samuel you know samuel l jackson the shit out of a role and it's great i want to see it you know but he also like he comes in like always like with these strong style looks brad pitt does the same thing uh i mean i remember, love that like that, uh brad pitt in uh uh, uh true romance he's like yeah. a stoner and then like like brad pitt for a while like uh, uh 12 monkeys he changed what about gary oldman in that movie oh god gary oldman i remember being in like junior high and, and, and wanting to be an actor and going that's that's gary oldman that dude is playing a pimp that like has like oh maybe you do maybe you don't and like he has yeah. a glass eye and he has yeah. dreads it's incredible. oh it's white boy day yeah yeah that's it. it's oh it's white boy day and then he's like in the professional and then he's like Bram Stoker's Dracula yeah and then it, dude he was all over the place have you seen him like he played a, a he. Wait, uh, in the contender? I don't know if you ever saw that movie. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think that you know, you, you, you're inspired by something. You, you, you wanna, you wanna do something. You want like I don't know how to explain it. That sounds so dumb. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less 
than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Folks, we'll be back to the show in just one second. Now is the part of the show where I get to talk about our sponsors this week. And we have two great ones, returning sponsors uh, that I love both very much for very different reasons. Now, the first one helps you, and the second one helps your stomach get full. So those are both great passions of mine. Uh, the first one is, of course, our friends over at BetterHelp. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Um, relationships, you know, they take work. A lot of us will drop anything to go help someone we care about, uh, which is also, it's very important to do that. Uh, we'll go out of our way to treat other people well. Uh, we'll do these things for other people, but how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? It is so hard to take care of yourself. It just is. It's so much easier to take care of someone else. And that is where, uh, better help comes in. Um, I try to invest in myself and those are, they turn out to be the happiest times of my life, uh, mainly in retrospect, because at the, the time when you're doing them, it's work. It's hard to take care of yourself, but that stuff pays off. And yes, it is unfair. And we can talk for hours about how anything worthwhile uh, doing in this life can be really hard. Um, but taking care of yourself can sometimes be the hardest. And that's why you need help. That's why you need better help. Therapy, coaching, they, they, they do it all. Uh, and you, they do it from the comfort of your own home sometimes. I mean, this month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to take care of your most important relationship. And that is the one you have with yourself, whether it's hitting the gym. Oh my God. It's just, it's hurting to read hitting the jacket. I, I do. I have to hit the gym, making time for your haircut. Ah, I got to get a haircut as well. Or even trying therapy. You are the greatest asset. Remember there is no, your life without you. So invest the time and effort into yourself. Like you do for other people. Um, better help uh, kind of did, and came about at a genius time, uh, really stepped up everything during a pandemic when we had to be in our homes and you could talk with a better help therapist from your home. And this is one of the worst times in our history, but better help was there to talk you through things, to suggest things, to, uh, improve and, empower your own lives better help it's online therapy that offers video phone 
even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Uh, it really is way way more affordable and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours so give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used better help online therapy so this podcast is sponsored by better help and so bad it's good listeners get 10 percent off their first month at betterhelp.com slash so bad that's b-e-t-t-e-r-h-e-l-p.com slash so bad and this is one of those things it's like try it Try it for a month. See if it helps you out. See see if it's hard. But see if it's hard and it actually does make a little dent, a little improvement in your life. Just try it. Just one month. That's it. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Uh, our next one, you guys, after you've uh, seen your BetterHelp therapist and you're all, you got to get some Green Chef food. You got to do it. You got to have comfort food and Green Chef is where it's at. Uh, enjoy your greens while being green. Green Chef is the most sustainable meal kit offsetting 100% of their plastic packaging in every box and 100% of their carbon footprint and emissions. Green Chef's pre-portioned ingredients mean you'll actually reduce your food waste by at least 25% compared to grocery shopping. So with fresh produce, that's fresh, important, premium proteins and organic ingredients, you can trust Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. Not just eating, eating well, folks. Green Chef offers 35 nutritious and flavorful options to choose from every week, featuring premium, clean ingredients that are seasonably sourced for peak freshness. You guys, they sent me all these vegetables and meat, and it was fresh. Like, these vegetables were so fresh. Um... Green Chef's pre-made and pre-measured sauces. I love they keep hitting pre-measured because they know idiots like me do not know how to measure things out. And then I'm always in the kitchen going, where's my, what's a tables, what is this tables, what is a TBSP? What's a TSP? Are you kidding me? Like, I'm that guy. Like, I'm that guy. And I don't bother to learn. I don't bother to learn. It is, why am I like this? Um, <laughs> uh, so their pre-measured sauces, dressings, and spices get you more chef curated flavor in less time. Avoid long lines at the grocery store. Green Chef is so convenient with pre-portioned, easy to follow recipes that are delivered right to your door. Um, it was funny. I got this from them and then, uh, I was, uh, I was like, oh my God, I'm hungry. What do I, what, 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 what can I, what bad, what bad thing can I eat? And then I realized, oh my God, I have these green chef meals. And I was like, oh my God, that's good to eat though. I know I was kind of wanting something bad to eat, but I made it. It made me feel good that I was making it. And then it actually tasted good. And then I felt bad for wanting something bad when there was something good there all along. Uh, so uh, go to greenchef.com slash so bad 130. That's so bad 130, 130. And use code, use code so bad 130 to get 
Listen to this to get $130 off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash so bad one three zero and use code so bad one three zero to get $130 off plus free shipping. That information will be in the show description as well. And now, folks, back to the remainder of our show. Whether it's a costume, drag, uh, an outfit, a look, whatever you're going for whatever you want to be i feel like it's important to just go for it you know just do it just fucking do it you know and and i do like the way i dress like ariana like gives me shit all the time in a good way like she heckles me like we have a great banter you know that's the one thing about ariana and i we have like such a great banter but she like she'll heckle me and i'll be like I'll like sometimes just like wear shit because it's like fucking get, like give her shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? To fuck yeah, with her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she, you know, when I had the 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 blonde and different color extensions in my hair, like it annoyed her. I know that like my mustache and beard. Like sometimes I do it just because like people hate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it is. I mean, you are iconic for the. The Lisa Manderhump or whatever the character's Lisa name Manderhump. is, who looks like D. Snyder, uh, I guess a hot <laughs> D. Snyder, and then uh, I mean, and you have the iconic—is it the New Orleans batch, New Orleans bachelor party? Yeah, when you guys were all in drag as well. Which, by the way, can you say he's a fucking battered wife? He's a fucking battered wife. Oh my god! You Look guys. at him. <laughs> I have that on a fucking coffee mug, like. Is it weird you out? Like we should have won an Emmy for that. But that's moment. what I'm saying. Like as an as coming from an acting background, I know you're not acting, but when you watch these things back, do you realize how cinematic some of these things are? Of no, like, like no that, idea at that moment. Like holy, like we still talk about that actual shot. And I actually had a tweet where I was like, "This should be studied in film classes because this shot was like him in the uh, the background, you're in the foreground, and it's like this." The, 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 RDP the Jason so got amazing. a uh, got a fat raise after that one. Yeah, it was really really good. You know, there's a show within the show. Do you take the do you take the show serious and like, yo guys, you know, save the fighting for the show. Like, save the like, don't don't like, you know, we see things played out now on social media. When you guys started the show, it wasn't necessarily this bad, but now we got you know, you know, Lala will pop off or say something in the press or that. Then you know, and I'm like, no, 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 save for the show, save it for the show. You know, do you ever feel that way, or do you just yeah, I mean, ignore that's, all of it? That's one of the things. I mean, just in general, like when you're filming, when we're filming, you don't. I mean, this is like on that subject but just in general like that's that's the one thing about filming our show is that you don't text people and like do these things like you you gotta like talk about it on camera like that's you gotta save it for like you know you can't like have the conversation like i can't break up with you through text yeah 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 reenact the yeah 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 um but i know that's not what you're asking um I think that obviously when people are seeing everything play out, how it's edited, like how, you know, how it comes about and like the reaction they're getting on social media, like it's, it's, it's tough not to feel like you want to talk about it or pop off or whatever the fuck. (laughs) But like, you know, I, 
it's not like save it for the show because a lot of times when the show is airing, you're talking about things that happened six months ago. So it's not like save it for the show. But if something is if you're if you're bringing something new into the situation, you know, somebody will pop off about you in an interview or something. And I'm like, yo, I'm not here to take shrapnel off season, you know? Yeah. Under though, I'm like, we you guys now have to worry about like like Ariana's funny and good on Twitter and she can handle herself and she'll, you know, say funny things. Sheena's funny with things. You know, Jax used to get like you could get his goat, like, you know, it was like blocked by Jax was a, a phrase. Yeah. Like that became like a t shirt, you know, blocked by Jax. I Twitter. have a sweatshirt that says blocked yeah, by Jax. Yeah, no, I mean I it was I you know, I I got blocked by little baby couchy, you know. It's uh no, I didn't really, but um <laughs> I just didn't know if like throughout the years of like, yo guys, don't blow this. Don't like put all the good stuff into all the bullshit on the I, outside. I am always one of those people that I can I, I could tell you a story about when all that shit happened with you know Jackson, Kristen, or whatever. Me and Kristen were scheduled to do Watch What Happens Live, and we had <laughs> broken up, and Ariana and I were like kind of like starting to date. But I always were, I'm always very much like when it comes to the show, like I've always been, you know, some people like they give, they give, but like they don't, they don't care about uh, the integrity of the show in a sense of like not spoiling. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Jack's being one of those people, Stasi that season did it. But me and Kristen did Watch What Happens Live that season. And we had already broken up, and we pretended like we were together. Oh. Nobody on the fucking show has ever done that. That's and the that's kind of wild shit that, for that like, like. And I was like, we should do this because we don't want to give this away. I mean, that's really amazing, and I mean, cool. You know, do you think Lala would do that with Randall? Fuck no. Like nobody would do that. No, that's what I'm it saying. It kind like, of it, like know, like sometimes it, it, we and that's, know the story now. Before. This is the thing that annoys me about my my cast. Sometimes is that like they don't they can't see outside of their like fucking temper tantrum that they're going through at that moment. They can't see the big picture. They don't understand that like you went through this. This was filmed. You did this. So like, why are you going to go on social media? Like, why are you going to like? When I like see people posting about, I even said when we were when we were uh, season eight, they were there. There was people posting pictures at the wedding, and like pictures got leaked. And I'm like, these are the people you're inviting to your wedding that are doing this. Come on, Shep. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> but I'm like, hey, do you guys? Because what people know right now is that I'm not invited to the wedding. Yeah. So I said. Why don't you ha- why don't you post some pictures of me not in the wedding party? Yeah. I said that and they're like, "Well, no." Nah. And then like somebody was posting pictures and they're like, and that's what I'm saying, like they don't I I appreciate it. I always like with with this show, like I look at it, you know, yes, people, you know, they're like, "Oh, what you did for James and Raquel, like for their for their engagement party <clears throat> was so great." And I'm like, Thank you. You know, I was inspired and they are amazing. And I love seeing a great, like, I love seeing them, like, come together and coming to come into their own, even though they, you know, broke up. But <clears throat> also, also, like, and I'll admit, like, I'm doing this too because 
I want that engagement that's going to be on our show look amazing. Yeah. Like I literally had a conversation with production. I was like, what can we, we were going to, ha- I was, we were working on a hot air balloon and then they land with a hot air balloon <laughs> and then they have this path and then all this stuff. And they're like, well, we can't have the hot air balloon land later in the day. And I know this cause I've taken a hot air balloon ride. This is why hot air balloon rides are always done early, early in the morning because the air is cooler Yeah, and that, and, and it's, you yeah. know, it's physics. And so you have to have that like hot air in the balloon with the cold air outside in the morning. So what you – they couldn't do that. And so I'm like, we need something spectacular. We need – and so this is when we landed on the fireworks display and you know, I'm on the phone with production. We're on the – like we're working it out and we're going through budget. And James is like – well, you know, like please call he's him, like, please call him DJ James Kennedy. That's you got DJ call James him Kennedy. DJ James Kennedy. That's, DJ James Kennedy. I call him James, but DJ James <laughs> Kennedy was like, <laughs> he was like, it's like you know, like twelve. I can't remember how much it was. It was a, it was a lot it was of money. Yeah, it was like ten grand or something for like a full blown fireworks display. And he's like, ah, I, I, and I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? Like. Who can spend 10 grand? But it's like, hey, dude, I'll just split it with you. Now, how easy is that decision? Now, you, now you're going to do it, right? Because you're going to get like a fireworks yeah. display. You know what I mean? And then and they showed it. It was the shot that I wanted. I, I literally said, I was like, they got to be coming back from the pathway, fireworks going off, them kissing, embracing. That shot is on the fucking show. Yeah, I mean, it really was. Those uh, episodes when you guys went out there were awesome episodes and the thing though is that even this past couple of weeks is that you like there was a scene with Lala like with Brock of like hey da, da, you know I'm not, I'm not gonna pay for this and you're like are you gonna pay for it and you're like yeah I'd pay for it like you yeah. really see you like but it, there is this thing of like you really I know it's for the like show like cinematically but, and all also, stuff, but you wanna, also care about I you do care, care about moments I, I do care that's what I want to bring it back and to I the don't music. want you I care about these moments yes you I want don't want party. exactly I don't want people being like Ah, uh, we could do this, but you know, and this is like this comes back to like Schwartz sometimes, and like when he's like, ah, it's fine, it's fine, it's not fine, it's not fine, it's never fine, it should it should never be that way, especially like when we're dealing with like TV and like whatever and like the things that you do, you know, like bartending, making drinks, like everything, like I think it should never be, I mean, not never, but. I don't want to say not never, but I'm just saying like in these moments, if I have the opportunity, if I see a situation and I know I can make it better, I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to do it, yeah. especially for my friends. Like you don't need to like I, – I, you don't need to thank me. Like I'm, that's I'm getting off on it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting off then, on it. But see, that's what I was like. I was like that's the amazing thing about like that's the thing. I'm like God, what a cool – person in that group that brings that energy to that and i think sometimes from the outside i think sometimes people get jealous of that because they don't have that in them they don't have that why not we, well but that's the thing a lot of people are like <laughs> well i always figure like you're the guy and i have a guy in my life like this buyer that like wants to keep going it's like no man let's keep going let's keep going let's keep going no no we, we until the sunrise let's keep he just doesn't want i don't want to go to sleep i don't want let's keep sucking this life out of it you know and and sometimes i think that's the same way if you're like squeezing every ounce of life out of things in a good way and sometimes that's hard for people to take because they don't have that energy they don't have that drive and sometimes people are just like 
I mean, I either like I get I, I get it. Like I get I get fixated on certain things, and y- you know I. I find that in life it, it it works out for the better. Yeah. You know, like I, I it's sometimes it's like, "Oh, uh, you didn't but I don't ever find that." You know, I I really don't. When you go above and beyond like this is like it's like why I'm like being in the service industry. Like I enjoy that. Like I enjoy like I'm going to make you another like I'm literally going to make you another drink as soon as we're done with this. Like Yeah. But I enjoy that. Like I enjoy that. That like doing that. It, it, like it's and you know James Ricardo like oh thank you so much and I'm like dude guys like I, the, the last thing I want you to be doing is being like well we got to cut corners here. It's like dude I can write this shit off. It's on the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's the best part about being getting married on the show is that you can write it off. <laughs> I mean. I'm telling you, Richella's season, like Richella's got to be a yearly thing. Let's I, you fucking know, like, do we gotta it. We got to make that money back. I'll sell t-shirts. I want to do a like, most I mean, extra fucking I mean, like. I want to do a most. Richella lives in everybody's hearts. Like it doesn't have to be about DJ James Kennedy and Raquel. It can be like Raquel's an angel, and also it's about the spirit of things. It's about like that. It's about people being happy together and being big and extra, and that I appreciated. But were you shocked to hear that they split up? Was that shocking to you? We're like, ah, I, I get it, you know. Like, but I just don't get some like. I don't want to talk too much weird. about it, yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the reunion is coming up, but I can tell you that it is like, it's up there with the Jackson Kristen like surprise. Wow. Okay, that's all I need to know. Is your and Schwartz's relationship as close as we see it on TV? I want it to be, but what's the reality of it? The reality is, is that we're very very close um we uh we text numerous times throughout pretty much every single day yeah like yeah we're 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 very 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 close obviously you know our friendship like i you know schwartz is not my only like best friend i'm not his only best friend you know what i mean like friends that are like fam that are but you know, not all you know, not all his you know his best friends and not all my best friends are like on the show and like whatever. God, that sounds stupid. Uh, <laughs> no, no, we we no. I get what you're saying is that it, you guys we, have we also, other uh, amazing we wor- people in your lives. Yes, but, yeah, but we is. and we also like we work together. We've we've made a commitment. We've made a commitment to to do this and, and work together and, and we work together so well and we also just hang out together so well. What do you like about him? Like I know why I like him, but what do you what do you see in Tom that cuz I do sometimes feel like you there was a moment in the season where you're like and I think you were misunderstood in what you were trying to say where you're like I bring I bring him a lot. I I I really, you know, and I think you m- were misunderstood in that moment. But like I loved like what do you love about Tom? Like what do you see in that dude? Ah, uh, I mean I think what we have as friends is is the balance. You know, we this this whole thing of 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 steamrolling it is just not accurate as to who we are. Like 
Katie talking about that, like I understand when people go home and they vent. Like I vent about Schwartz. He annoys the shit out of me at times. <laughs> you know, I got to go like scoop him up out of a fucking stall. He's passed out. He's lost his phone. You know, he's pissed at me because I haven't returned some. Uh, yeah, I'm not yeah. great at like group chats and emails, but, you know, we, you know, he'll show up and I'm like, we're supposed to, when we were going into, I, even to get like the band for their wedding, like he showed up in flip flops and like couldn't get into like good time Davy Wayne's. <laughs> you know, like it, it's it's we we help balance each other out and we have a great like working relationship. He gets fired up, I help calm him down. And it, it's the same. It's like a very loving, conducive relationship, you know, together. And we we really, we really like have this friendship of like no idea is a bad idea, you know. Let's let's take it for a spin. Let's see what happens, you know. Let's 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 go for it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, you know. Like even with the whiskey, like this was, like yeah. Schwartz's- by the way, that, I, I, I'm gonna do this in the intro, but you know the Tom's whiskey, like you guys came out with this Tom's good loving. I mean, like, where did that even come from? All of a sudden, I see, like, these beautiful, like, mahogany ads with you guys. I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? Like, well, see, that was Schwartz's idea of doing those, like, those great ads of, like, Playboy in the 70s. Yeah. Like, and, you know, he's really good. He plants that seed, and then I'll be like, all right, well, we're ordering vintage shoots, and I'm bringing in, like, the photographer, Kelly, and... And Tamara from from the uh, fancy AF photo shoot, and we're gonna like put the we're gonna go to the Shag Chateau like and, yeah. and do the set and like these this is the this is why we work well together. You know, he also helps me like when I have ideas, like he helps you know get those to follow through. Like we really do. So there is this balance in your relationship. Yeah. Sometimes we don't get to see on the show. Yeah. Because I think they do sometimes paint it a little differently. I know you are very passionate, but like as I'm saying, I think sometimes it's an easy narrative to say, Oh, Tom's lazy. Tom doesn't do this, but he brings his own. No, 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 no. He know? does. He does. And you know, there's certain things like Schwartz is more email and text oriented. I'm more like, Get on the phone with you. Um, I'm more face to face. Schwartz is more early in the morning. I'm more late at night. I'll he'll get at Tom Tom like two hours before I will, and then or he'll get he'll get to Tom Tom like at like seven p.m. I'll get there at eight thirty. We'll hang out for an hour, and then he'll leave, and I'll stay for an hour. Like you know what I mean? Or yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. like or I'll close it down. Like yeah. this is kind of why we work well together we're very different people but we we do love a lot of the same things we you know tom is very schwartz is very expressive and uh god I just called him tom i think that's the first time i've ever called him fucking tom <laughs> wow uh, schwartz is very expressive in in a sense but it's different than the way i am you know yeah. and we 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 really do like it's a very we don't, we don't, I, I could just tell you from being in bands together, like who, who I want to work with and who I don't. And like, we, we, we do work very he's well together. A comedic genius too. He is great. Like he's a really fucking funny. He's thing. so like he funny. He humor in a different, I mean, I don't think, you know, like he's no. just a funny guy. He's, too, he know? is very funny. Um, Schwartz is hilarious. 
Yeah, I actually have this great photo of your concert at Hotel Cafe, and Schwartz is just looking at you on stage, leaning up against a pole, just like. And it's like it was a really, it was a really genuine friend moment where you know I've been at friends' improv shows, I've been at friends of like, oh, and he was just like, yeah, like he was by himself. He's like, yeah, like, and it was really, really nice to see because it's like. Man, this is like a TV show come to life, and they're like, "Oh, because the show is a reality show, and these are who you guys are." You know? Yeah, we. we that's the thing is that, you know, I, I've said this in the past. You know, whether, you know, not. I mean, obviously, Schwartz, it's it's different. You know, with certain people, it's different. But you know, even the people, even Jax, even Stasi, where we've butted heads, or whatever, like. There is still at the end of the end of the day, like an underlying respect that we do have for each other, you know, because we're really putting ourselves out there, and that's the only time there's ever an issue is when somebody's like really not putting themselves out there and really sort of, you know, which, which doesn't happen that often. Um, but I mean, have you ever had to pull a new newbie aside and like I love Charlie, I really do like Charlie, but if you not, I'm not saying her, but like a newbie aside, I'm like, listen, man, this is what you gotta do. You gotta bring it a little bit like this. Like I've I always, I do season, that. You know, I, 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 I actually, one Ariana and I both have done that over the years with everybody from yeah. Vale to 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 Billy Vail, to wow, yeah, to, to even Laura Lee, like all oh, these people, like yeah, yeah. yeah, we always like. You know, I, I'm instead of like coming down on them, even like with James and with Lala when they first started, um, <laughs> Brittany, you know, we always instead of being like, yo, like you think you can handle this? You like, I'm not gonna act <laughs> like that. Yeah. I'm like, hey, listen, it's okay if you need anything, if you have any questions, like whatever, like let me know, like, un- like just understand like you can be as much of a part of this as you want to be you cannot come in here i'm just telling you right now you cannot come in here and start like commenting about or 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 making strong accusations about somebody or who they are or what is happening in their lives without putting yourself out as well yeah it's a two-way street yeah exactly so if you want to get into the mix of like the shit going down you better un- you got to understand that that is going to come right back to you as well. So you better be ready to like be accountable in the same way. Well, that's what I was thinking, and and I and I you know don't comment on I don't want you you know and people are going to kill like but I really like to run a positive show. But I have to under- this season is that you you know you see Lala talking so much shit about Sheena and Brock, and then after this we see a whole thing disintegrate. And we have her on record saying all of these things where it's like it's adding this layer to the show of like, oh, man, like, damn, like that, like she's going so hard. And then we know what happens to her in the end. And it's kind of brutal because we see what's about to, like, come down the pike for her, you know, dude, that's why it's like you. And I'm sure like I'm saying, like, I know you have a genuine respect for everybody in the cast. So that's got to even be hard for you guys to watch. of like, oh, fuck. I love Lala in a lot of ways, and I think that she is really cool in a lot of ways and really great in a lot of ways. Um, and obviously, you know, there are there will always be people on our show that don't get along all the time and, and the butthead, strong personalities. That's what makes our show our show, you know? That's what it is. Um, but to 
act like you're kind of better and above, you know, I, to me, like, but that's a defense too. That's a defense mechanism. Like that's like, a, that's a yeah. it's like a, it's a character that because she, there, there's a lot of fear inside, you know, like or that's at least how I, I, I just think that's it. like really lame. Like, oh, I'm better than you because I have an assistant or I live in this house or like, you know, that is, that's well, not fault. That's what's so sad and real about it is that you see all how fast all that can crumble like on like that, you know? Well, it's also, it also takes me back to, you know, seasons back, you know, I remember talking to Lisa at one point and she was like, you know, uh, she, I was telling her, I was like, well, she's like, well, what, you look like you're stressed. What are you stressed, darling? Like, what, like, and I'm like, well, you know, I have this going on. And like, it was like when my, when, when my band was performing, like when we were doing opening up for Martha Davis and I was like, and I got this. And she's like, darling, like I have this going on. I have this going on. I have this going on. I was like, Lisa, I told her this. I was like, just because somebody has to walk two miles to grab water like for their family for the day doesn't mean that their problems are any less like important than yours. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I mean, everybody's it's living perspective. Their own it's you know? perspective. Yeah. I mean, about season eight, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, the show ended on this kind of beautiful speech that Lisa said to Jax, but we see you guys all walk, like you watch over the beaches. We see everybody walk out and I'm like, Whoa, is this the end? Everybody just goes their own way because it was like this monologue about growing up and about what life hands you. And, you know, I don't, you know, it was very deep. And I'm like, did I just watch the last episode of Vanderpump Rules where Jax is like, it's like not your show, Jax. It's my show. Like Lisa finally snapped too. And uh, I was just like, whoa, did you think that was the end? <laughs> Um, because COVID happened, and then every and the COVID happened, the Stasi happened, the Christian happened. Like, were you like, oh my god, everything's like just falling? You know? No. Yeah. I I didn't. I mean, if it would have been the end at that moment in time, if it, if the, <laughs> I would have, I would have like, I would have been like, no. Do you? But do you hear the, the rumors? Like, I mean, like. I mean, two years ago, the rumors was like, okay, there's a Tom Tom spinoff. You guys are the Lisas now, Schwartz and Sandy. You're the, the lead. And then we get a, introduced a new bunch of youngsters and all that. Well, there like, were there talks. Was that there, were, there was actually, you know, between us and your 100,000 listeners, uh, there was actual talks of – that was one of the reasons why we were bringing in – I don't want to say we. That's not – it wasn't we. You know me, yeah. They. They, yeah. They were bringing in news cast members. And that's why we had 23 cast members uh, in season eight. And they were literally showing split screens because they were going to look at doing a spinoff of, yeah. you know, the OG cast in the Valley. But then like some people being also uh, major cast members on there were talks of this. Yeah. Um, you know, where it would still be Vanderpump Rules, you know, obviously Schwartz and I would be uh, main cast members on that, but then there would be, like, the Valley or whatever, kind of yeah, like Valley Laguna Beach yeah, into yeah. the Hills type thing going on here where it's, like, focus on the next step and, like, you know, families and other businesses and all that stuff. But then, you know... I mean, COVID happened. We had all this other stuff happen. But people got fired, and yeah, people got fired. I mean, like then all of a sudden it was like 
the cast got whittled down, you know? And then it was like, okay, well, then we're just going to stay with, they're just going to stick with Vanderpump Rules. And a lot of that also had to do with, you know, there was there was a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. Schwartz and I, you know, Schwartz and I talked about opening up our own place because as amazing as it is to be a part of Tom Tom, and I mean it's awesome. And I'd never take anything for granted. And that's another thing, like when you talk about earlier about like you know you me like being very lucky like I also feel a responsibility with that luck to take that and to like really do the most with it um so just because there's so many people that aren't as lucky as I am so the last thing I want to do is fucking piss it away and not take advantage of the opportunity that I've been given the lucky lucky opportunity I've been given that's one of the reasons why I do go after these things and I do these things because I feel a responsibility to all the other people that are here in LA, you know, that aren't given that. And I do want to point you and Schwartz were two of the only people during this time where you did cameo after cameo and you donated all of the money to Tom Tom employees. You just sat there with Tom. You, the, the two Toms were sat there and did some of the most entertaining cameos. You can find them online. <laughs> but you donated Thanks, all man. of that money. Like that's you were, we were going to do. Were, but nobody made you do that. Nobody no. was telling you you got to take care of this. You know. No, and and but that's the thing is like you would have done the same thing, Ryan. Yeah, you would have fucking done the same thing. I know you would have. Dude, come on. I know you would have. No, I mean, I, I, I would hope I would, but that's what another thing that I love about is like, you know, like, holy shit. Like, the, you got to look at the yourself. Older I get the, you know, it's like, that's what you're like. There's just good, good people. I think you and Ariana are good people. And that's why I kind of scream as loud as I do on the podcast about people that I'm like, no, they're pissing this away. That's why Jax frustrates me to hell because I'm like, he pissed this away. There's lies. There's this. And I rage against these things. I rage against It annoys machine, me you know? that he like, did he acted too good to be a bartender? Dude, you know, if all this shit like, went away, man, everybody under the bus in a second, like I watched a scene with him and Lala and Brittany where he lied to Brittany's face. Like I never said that about Lala and we have it on film. I'm like, we he knows Dude, it's why like why would you walk how can you walk around like with with like th- n- that bad credit like like it would kill me <laughs> if my word had that little credit there's no credit <laughs> jesus it's like that's flagrant a, about bad I, credit I was, like, I was pitching a cartoon show where i was like uh um you guys the younger years like it's an animated show that takes place <laughs> in sandoval's apartment with schwartz and jacks you know I, I've, I've written fan fiction there was also a fan fiction i wrote as a joke <laughs> that, that a baby got dropped off uh at at sir and it was uh jacks's baby but you guys had to raise the baby like three men and a baby oh my god and it was be the season finale that's hilarious and um Okay, so in finality, I swear we're like. Wait, 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 yeah. wait. What were we talking? So, oh, no, fuck. We were talking about something. I can't remember. Um, and don't worry, I'll edit all the pauses. And- no, no, I know, I know, I know. Um, we were talking about the show. You said you and Schwartz were under so much pressure. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Thank you. So, Schwartz and I started working on wanting to do our own bar you know like i was saying that we're very you know obviously very appreciative of tom tom but like tom tom is that's like 
It's a Kenan, It's Ken and Lisa with Nick and Lane and like the, what they've done. And they obviously brought us in and like we added like our flavor. Like we're, you know. Your spokesman too. Exactly. Exactly. We're there and we we go there and we, we have the energy. You know, they have other places. And, but, you know, we were at the point where like, I'm like, I want to do something that's like us. You know what I mean? That's like really totally us. And so we had this idea and this was like back in fucking 2019 and we started talking about it and we had met with Greg Morris even like before we started working with Lisa and like who we see on the show. Yeah. Yeah. On the Belmont, Spanish Kitchen, yeah, numerous other Belmont. places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I've, I've seen Tom do uh, <laughs> a, an amazing karaoke at the Belmont <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah, and amazing, and and we've probably amazingly gotten drunk together. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. That's something that you're always a good time. But you've done these things with this guy, and you're like, okay, this could be. Yeah, and that we and need to and into. so we put that on the back burner, obviously, with Tom Tom and all that stuff, and it ha- you know all that shit happened and. You know, and then, but then COVID happened and everything shut down and it was like, what are we doing? What is going on? But at that point, like we had told that to production and production is like hanging on to that. And even when they talked about doing a spinoff with, you know, old cast and new cast and whatever, it was very much reliant on us opening a place. There was tremendous, extreme pressure on us to do that. And I can tell you, man, like, it was it was constant. And it, it was also, like, you know, guys, like, we don't know, like, a lot of the cast is gone. Like, we need something to have another season. You know, like, what is the next season going to be if it's not going to be you guys open? So, like... If they were like, will one of you guys cheat on somebody? Ba- n- it? yeah. No, it's just... Joking, it was basically, like... Big setup pieces. You guys essentially open up a place or I don't know if we're going to fucking, like, have another season. So that's the kind of pressure... God, jeez. ...that we've, we're oh. on. And also, like, trying to... I mean, dude, like, trying to find investors in a place like while COVID is happening and trying to figure out like, where is that place going to be? What is it going to be? When is this ever going to open? Like in that point in time, I like bought a gun, like bought food that can last me 35 years. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like the, we didn't yeah, know, yeah. we didn't know we're fighting over yeah. toilet paper and canned goods. You know, finally we we end up getting the fun we lock in the space and we we then it's not locked in and then it's like okay, like production you know, there were people that like own buildings that weren't paying rent and that like also were renting from people that own buildings. And so it's like, do I give my rent to the person who's not paying the mortgage? There's all these things that yeah, happen yeah. like all over the place. Like I've had, so there was a situation that I don't want to get too deep yeah, yeah, into, yeah. but like, it's like, do we have this place? Do we not? Are we taking over this place? Um, 
you know, and it was, it, we were in limbo. And when we locked in on this position, on this space, you know, there was an, uh, I can't go too deep into no, it. No, you don't need to. Like, I'm not, but, but, but the, the amount of stress just in dealing with that, just in locking in, like, that whole thing to be reliant on getting another season, right? Yeah. And then we, we, we sort of lock it in, and then we, you can understand, and I, and I hope people don't take this the wrong way. But, like, going through all of that, creating, like, you know, not just with the cameo, but, like, taking that further to, like, not only because, like, I feel like even us, man, like, you know, I bought this house assuming we were going to get another season. Yeah, that's what I always wonder. Do you know what I'm saying? Not like, in particular, but I do wonder about, I wonder about Jacks, I wonder about Schwartz. Yeah. Like, you guys all of a sudden went from small apartments to huge houses. Yes. And I'm not saying this And is, also, like, you know, like wanting to use this house to, to you know, I'm building a bar a, in yeah. there. Like, I went up, like, like. You're building your dream home. Yes, I mean, but also. Space yes. To shoot. Exactly. And we're also going to use this space for, for, um, for like, like this house is a, a cozy house, but it's also like we're gonna be filming in that bar. We filmed yeah. in the kitchen, like we we all over the place for other things, YouTube stuff, everything, yeah. right? Ariana's uh, drink stuff, exactly, yeah. exactly. And so, not getting another season, it's like okay, so I gotta like create other like avenues of business. So. We got on Cameo. We start we we started raising money, but then like after we did that, we're like we're like, well, let's make some money because we need to make money to pay our mortgages. And then it's also like the Amazon thing and all this stuff like that I help bring in. Yeah, like that I, that I created because I have a publicist that does these things, and I have like a team that does this. Yeah, you know what and I mean. You'll be like, able to go to Atlanta City or Vegas or do like open places. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, like you guys and, together are stronger than you guys apart. You know exactly, and I fully appreciate this. I fully appreciate this, but like, that's one of the reasons why. And I don't want to like sound whatever, but that's one of the reasons why maybe I come across as a little short or whatever with people. With people when they're like, "Yo, like, oh, like you need to blah blah blah," and like, le- like this person's got an idea on the name, and I'm like, "Like you don't have any idea." Like, the amount of stress that we went through to, like, make sure that we all have a fucking season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you understand, like, the the annoyance of it? But see, I totally understand that. And I think you feel that vibe sometimes in this season, not just from you, but from everybody. But then there are other people that aren't, I don't don't want to, like, sometimes they're not rising to the challenge. They're not rising to, uh, they don't have the, they don't have the mentality of, like, we're starting off this season with James proposing to Raquel. We're coming back after losing half our fucking cast. And you you like you guys don't have the mentality to want to make that spectacular, to want to make it amazing at the Coachella field with fireworks and fucking all the stuff. Like you don't feel that pressure cuz I sure <laughs> as fuck do. And yeah. like I'm doing something about it. Are you doing anything about it? Yeah. No. But if you guys do another season, would you like to include your band as part of it? Would oh you my like to include because I know you have the sorry for sorry for sorry no, for and, going and no no, like, no all good but I'm saying like 
the Schwartz and Sandys of it all is one thing. We expect it. It's great plot line. But I can would, tell you. I can you tell be you. Like, to share your musical journey on the show. I can tell you, Ryan, that you know this season. It, it's been stressful to like watch to see like yeah. what they include and what they don't include, um, and that's that's fine. It's it's love and hate and war or whatever the fucking saying is. Yeah, <laughs> all, all is fair in love and war. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> uh, I thank you, um, but. You know, and with opening this bar and the amount of like stress that I've gone that we've gone through together, that the music is like the thing that just it's been such like it's really kept me out of like a, a dark, dark, yeah, place. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, you get into a negative spiral. That music is the music has kept me in such a great place. It is worth everything to me i would love for for you know you said production you said it's amazing sometimes you you we you know you said you know for a reality show to be able to then dip your toes in these things you know like you said i didn't think i could do it i didn't think i could do it but it's allowing you this kind of cool opportunity yes and the cool thing is you're bringing it actually this band is bringing it this isn't like you, that's what I I started this, and I, but I want to remind you guys again: this isn't this isn't shit. This is real. You're going to see a real band. You're going to see real music. You're going to hear a saxophone. You're going to hear a beautiful woman singing. You're going to hear, uh, you know, Tom doing his thing. You're going to Trump see everybody egg. dressed. You're going to see these amazing things. I mean, would we want to hear a Pierce the Arrow cover? Sure. You, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. But what you're going to get is songs that you've heard. Your well, now that you just said it, love. Yeah, I mean, like, but I'm saying this is. It was one of the uh, me and my roommate still talk about. It's it like. It was just such a great night, and it had been so long since we had a great night in public because of this fucking COVID stuff where Did you I see forgot you? what a concert was. I forgot what – and I was like, oh, man, this is rad. Like this is – and it was all songs I knew. It was all like – it was all the songs I love, and I know you guys love them too. And it was just what I needed. It was what the doctor ordered. And yeah, did a piece of the ceiling fall down on Raquel's nose? Yeah, it kind of did. It was kind of did. And my roommate asked, goes, uh, were you scared it was going to hit your nose? And she was like, why? And my roommate was like, because that's a plot on the show about your nose. She's like, <laughs> she's like oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And then DJ James Kennedy opened up for Tom. And, and uh, he did great he job. He did awesome. But my... I kind of got to say I was bummed out he didn't play Top Man. And no, like I genuinely unironically love Top Man. And my roommate said, why didn't you play Top Man? He's like, oh man, thank you so much. Yeah, I didn't play. It's Tom's night. It's Tom's night. And I just wanted to play. I want to play the songs to get everybody. You know, it's not my night. I don't want to oh play my, my songs. It's Tom's night. But he, was, he goes, but thank you so much. Thank you. You know, like and I just thought it was so cute that he was like, Top Man would have ruin the vibe we gotta oh, keep it all come in. on like I just thought it was so funny as hell and I just thought it was such an interesting thing of like where you and DJ Dave City started to where that was now and uh, the final questions I want to ask you what would you like to take back from the show what is your proudest moment on the show and uh, are you happy with how the show has portrayed you over the years so that's a big one wow 
And and by the way, don't worry on the intro. I'm going to be talking about all the dates and all of this stuff. Oh, thank you. Um, of proudest moment of the show. I mean, it's tough. There's honestly, I know we we we've had our moments of being idiots, and myself included. I'm very proud of the battered wife moment because it just wasn't planned. But like my proudest moment is you know Ken and Lisa asked us to be a part of Tom Tom and you know they they were very much they they know my they knew my work ethic and like how much I care about everything I do but they also mostly were into like Schwartz and I's bond and our friendship and and and, and they saw that yeah, yeah. and I, I'm very proud of in a way getting like and i give them credit for giving us that opportunity for me then taking that opportunity to give them like even more like what they really wanted because they're like okay we're we're gonna what if we call this place tom tom and i'm like okay like i'm gonna take that moment and like get these matching white suits yeah and i talked about this motorcycle sidecar idea and i thought about like Rent, you cannot rent a motorcycle <laughs> sidecar. You can't, like, they're... You had a custom building. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, like, it was amazing, man. Wait, wait, like, so these... I do think it's interesting because you were one of the people that build up these moments in your head. You can picture it. You need the music. You need this... Does life live up to your things that you've built in your head? Does it live up? Yes. Yeah. And that's what inspires me to keep doing it. Yeah. If it didn't, I wouldn't be inspired to keep doing it. And when you do like those things, like even the drag moment, even like, even the wedding thing with the best man and then even like the motorcycle sidecar situation with the like, that's what I'm saying. Like that's why, that was one of my proudest moments because I envisioned, I envision this idea of picking up Schwartz, telling him that I'm taking an Uber to pick him up and then we're going to Tom Tom and but then showing up in a motorcycle sidecar. Like You saw it. I saw it and it happened and it was one of the coolest, fucking best, amazing best days of my life. And it it inspires you to keep doing it. And I wanna tell everybody, man, like when you have an idea, like I always asked what I, I mean, I consistently have said on this show is that the passion that you have, like don't take no for an answer. That has inspired me. That is like, I, when, when the, when I, I started this two years ago and I thought I was like, uh, I thought I, I, I gotta, you know, like it's, if I'm not getting listeners, I gotta build this thing. It's taking so long. It's taking so long. And then I just kept going. I just kept putting everything into it. I put all of it into it. And I gotta say, like that really was inspired by you, and that's why I don't want to like. Really? I hate to kiss your ass, but like I've told Logan, Ryan, I've told Ariana, so no, but I've I've say, talked man. about on the pod. I said this guy does it so much better than anybody else does it in life, and that inspires me. And you do it with a smile on your face because sometimes I don't want to get out. Like sometimes I don't want to put on a smile. I don't sometimes either. I don't. And you know, you put that's on this. Okay. J- but you know, you're nice to people. You're. Gen- I mean, you know, not Katie sometimes, but you know, uh, but you know what I'm saying. No, but I'm saying that that is inspiring to me. That is why, like I said, like that is somebody that makes things better for everybody around them. 
And there's only so few people that, that have that talent. But it's something that you got to treasure and it's something that you got to – and don't get it beaten out of you ever. Don't – like, and I know, like, I know you're not going to, but, like, that was just like, I don't want you to ever change. I want you to keep doing that. That's why I'll support your band. I'll support – I want to scream it from the – like, go fucking see this, you guys. It's By the fucking way, Ryan, good. That was like, that was – dude, I, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, man, first of all, for saying that. But also, like, dude, that was one of the sweetest, most amazing articles. Thank you, man. I really – No, like, the, the, you, I mean, I'm saying you have meant a lot to me on the show and off, and you've always been such a nice dude, but also a very talented dude. You know, it'd be one thing if your band sucked. I, I would yeah. still, by the way, it would be interesting because I would still, play. I would still we be there, but I would still be there, but you didn't suck. And that's what I want to make because like a lot of people want people to fail nowadays. Like they do. Like it's, it's kind of enjoyable to watch somebody fail because our lives kind of are sad. Like, you know, it's like hard. It's a hard time. I it. But I, it's a hard time. So like, this is why I don't watch hard. Sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. I know you don't watch. I don't, I don't watch Housewives. I don't watch another a lot of other reality TV because I get very much like secondhand anxiety and embarrassment because I'm like on show and like because I'm on Vanderpump Rules. I get very like like when I see a train wreck coming. Like Ariana will tell you. Like, I have to like get up and leave the room. And say, oh, he's leaving the room. I'm like, I cannot watch this. Oh. I'll, like, go upstairs. I'll, like, want to get as far away from it as possible. I'll go outside. Yeah. Like, it, like, really, like, triggers me. Like, it triggers my anxiety. Because I don't like to see people fail. I hate it. Even, like, even if I don't necessarily like, biggest fan, I just hate watching it. Yeah. Um, but, dude, I, I, yeah. I wanna... But that's what I'm saying. Like, this isn't, the band is good. You are good. Like, I, I, I mean, I you know, for, anything, for anybody, for any hater, like, I hate to break it to you. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Like, I, I mean, I was joking around of like, I said, you know, because it's a cover band and cover bands are sometimes known as wedding bands or something. I was like, finally, somebody made a wedding band cool again because it was something where it's like, you guys have style. I mean, I wasn't even looking at you the whole time. I was looking at your band. That's exactly Like, I was like, you know, I, I was looking at your band. I was like, these are real musicians. Like, yes. that was wild. Like, you know, like you said earlier, there's a horn section. When, there's like, a. Do you see when, when Luke keyboardist? Like yeah. looking like like when we were doing uh we were doing Danger Zone and I was like this yeah finally you did Danger Zone which is like, I was like every I was just it really brought me, brought me back to so many great memories I mean Kenny Loggins is a genius and but I'm saying you're will we be seeing anything will you be doing I'm not telling the whole set list to everybody but will you be doing new songs will you add songs into your yes. repertoire and like always. My my goal is to actually that's that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring Danielle on, awesome female singer. Oh, amazing! And, and also like Luke, Colin, Randon, and uh, Chris, and also Jason. Like like when we do when we do Freedom, that's a five part harmony. But I want like I want to be able to cover any song. You know what I mean? Like I'm not a saxophone player. That's and that's another like to get back to what you were yeah. saying like. I always like my uh, bad joke about like don't take no for an answer. <laughs> <laughs> but also, there's another thing. There's another thing that I that I always I don't say why. We all, as human beings, always ask why. Like why is this? Why is this? This is what makes us human beings. This is what separates us from, you know, like other species of animals that are on the planet. We ask why. Why does this happen? Why does this? But my whole thing is when you're in a situation, it's like, 
the question I always ask is why not? Why <laughs> not? Why not do this? Why not have a brass section? Why not? <laughs> and it leads to these and it leads to these beautiful moments. And that's what I like to that's what I'm saying like uh, that truly inspires me and has made me and it's so silly to come from a reality show but now my whole living is based around reality shows and this stuff. It really did give me new perspective on my life, you know? Do you, like Do you ever do you, I'm sure you do. You're like, "Why not do this?" Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's what happened. I did I used to during the pandemic, I started doing 6-hour podcasts. Cuz I was like Nobody's doing six-hour podcasts because that's insane, right? It's insane. It's insane. That's a radio because I grew up on talk radio. They would just do all day. I go, well, everybody's in a pandemic. I'm still working a full-time job, but what if I did three guests? I bought my parents on. I made it like a show. Like I made it like a, a review. Nice. And so I would do six – and I would stay up 24 hours a day. Jeez. I would be uh, processing audio at 4.30 in the morning, having to go to work at like 6.30 from my computer. Uh, and then like just – but it was all that was driving me because it was like – this, this needs to be done. This needs to be done. And then finally, it was like, okay, now, last January 1st, I was like, what if, what if we do daily? Nobody's doing daily. Nobody's doing a podcast every day, Monday through Friday. You know, nobody's doing that. Yeah. And so I started doing that. And that's where iHeartRadio found me. And that's where they were like, you, you will do this every day. And I'm like, I will do this every day. You Dude, know? That's amazing. Seriously. But that is like, that's what I'm saying. That's. I that, feel very that, Sandovalian. Yes, and that is. Yeah. So, I love that. But I think, but that's the thing, and it goes back to even what we said about Dan Cook earlier, is that, like, I will outwork you. Like, it's not, it's not yeah. normally in me, but I love this. So I don't mind working hard at this. Like, I don't mind it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you're like, what you're I'm like working Captain at... Captain America, you're like, I can fucking do this. Well, I can do that's this what I'm saying. I, I thought about, like, <laughs> I thought about how silly it is that these are the shows that I love. Like, I always wondered, why do I love these shows? Why? Like I, I love, I love like foreign films. I love like I'm, I, I love Shakespeare. I love. Why do I love this stuff? So you know, people sometimes look down on this stuff. Why? And I was like, well, I can give you a thesis on why this is amazing and why this is the best hum- show of humanity. But I will also say it's like there's a reason. Like there was a reason because I'm meant to do this podcast and I'm meant to talk to these people. Like it all now fits in my head of why I was attracted to all this stuff. I think too, low key. One of the things, one of the reasons why you and other people, you know, were drawn to our show is because in all aspects of our lives are like when the show was happening in the beginning, you know, what happened, like there was a, there was very much a relatability that like you weren't really seeing anywhere else at the time, especially in the beginning, a relatability of like friends and like how you know, Ryan, like if, if you meet somebody and they just call you a piece of shit or whatever, you're like, oh, okay, I'll just carry on with the rest of my life. But when somebody like, you're just like, okay, fuck you. I don't like this person. Yeah, yeah. You know, but when you have people that you love and care about and been through things and have like scraped change together to go like buy ramen noodles together, you know, like. That's the kind of shit we have fucking been through. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I mean, you, you met with you, Katie Maloney when she has fucking had thirty dollars in her account, and we've been like, oh my you God. were real, like you what lived the lives that we. Like, but see, that's why it's because we've all lived those lives. We were all in shitty apartments. We were all, you know, and like to watch you ascend is wild because 
you know, in another timeline, that might not have happened. In another timeline, like that's, you know, Schwartz, you guys met him on fucking Craigslist or something. I met him on Craigslist. Like that's yes. wild. Like that's like, you know, you and Jax knew each other before Schwartz. Right, like yeah. you, you like, met each other, like, and how does that happen? Like, and then he gets dragged. So like, he's got to even be more blown away than you because it's like, look at look at my life. Like, this is a Craigslist ad. Yeah, most people wouldn't even do. You know, like I just, it's I think so it's so weird. And by the way, we're now getting totally off topic. We talked for two hours. You guys, this is my interview that I really, really waited for so many. Like, I honestly for over a year to do because. I really, you know, you guys know how I feel about Tom. So, well, Ryan, 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 yeah, hold on one yeah. second here. I, I only made a, there was very, very, very few. Hold on, I said I wanted to get you a, an actual artifact. Oh no, <laughs> an actual <laughs> fucking artifact. And there were these were very expensive to make. Oh no, more than you would think. Okay. And they were, the, we only had uh, like a few extra besides the cast made. No! Get- it's a, re- oh my God! Wait, wait. Oh my God! Oh, you guys, it's the Rotello wristband. Coachella has these very special wristbands that you act, oh my, dude, I'm going to cry. This is Rotella. Yeah. That's. Dude, you did not have. To. I can give this back to you, but Absolutely I mean, I, I, so Tom Sandoval, I'm gonna be at the show next Friday. If you are Saturday. in, sorry, Saturday, I'm gonna be at the show next Saturday. If you are in town, please come, come party with me. This is a party and a half. Come like, party with us. Yes, come party. Like it really is a party. And if you we're gonna are do a on theme cocktail behind the bar, theme shot. Uh, we're gonna have our new uh, merch. Um, so you're also hitting the East. Like, if you guys want to see him in New York, you can. Yeah. If you want to see him, like, I, I have, like, across the... What are the cities that you're going to be hitting on this this round? So we are going to... Oh, my gosh. You know, we're calling this... We are calling this the uh, spring training. And I'm going to be linking this in the show description, you guys. So check that out. Okay, hold on one second. So, we are going to be in Sellersville, Pennsylvania, the Sellersville Theater. Sorry. So, we're going to be at Sellersville, Pennsylvania, at the Sellersville Theater. Um, We are going to be at the Pie Shop in D.C., Washington, D.C. So, wait. Sorry. So, on March 6th, we are going to be at the... So, on March 6th, we're going to be at Sellersville Theater in Sellersville, Pennsylvania. On March 7th, we're going to be at the Pie Shop in D.C., in Washington, D.C. We're going to be at the Crystal Ballroom on March 9th in Boston, Massachusetts. (laughs) We're going to be on March 10th at Smithstown, New York, Long Island, at Napper Tandy's. And then we are closing it out March 13th at the Gramercy Theater in motherfucking Manhattan, New York. You guys, my favorite band, County Crows, played at the Gramercy Theater. So it's, you know, but that's amazing. So the Gramercy Theater, you guys, is a beautiful venue. It is a legendary venue. But if you are in any of those towns, 
I highly suggest you. And by the way, if you do go to any of these shows, I want you to call the show and I do want to do interviews with you of just a quick thing of what you thought of the show, what was your high moments of the show. This is going to be in March. So I'm going to remind you in February. So I'm going to keep reminding you because it is imperative imperative to me that this band succeeds. So, uh, you know, we got to support things with good vibes and good people that want people to succeed. And there's talent here, so I don't mind recommending it to you. So, Tom Sandoval, is there anything else that you would like to say? Yes. Yes. It's something that nobody knows just yet, but I'm going to tell you. I have original music that is getting recorded in February. Oh, see, that's what I was going to ask. Was that ah, I was like, yes. would we hear, like, because... Because, by the way, you said, you know, it's all cover songs. So I was like, should I even ask if there will be an original song? But there will be. There will be. Uh, we're going to... I've done this now four times around. So I am doing this right. And working with the label. And I'm not going to talk about it just yet. But uh, we are going to be working on some original music. But primarily, it's a cover band. Yeah, but I, I promise, I promise, I won't, I won't put anything out that is not at least TIP caliber. <laughs> yeah, I, I. By the way, I watched that episode, the video episode, the other day, and I got mad. I I listened to it on Spotify on the way here, and it was like, let's touch the public. It's catchy. Like it. I mean, nobody can deny that that was a catchy song. You know. You can't deny. <laughs> but <laughs> but by you, the way, man. that was. Thank but see, that is another that. Sandovalian of like you put everything into that music video. You had everything, and it's weird. It's like this show reminds me of the good parts of high school and the bad parts of just like these people growing up and like really putting their all into it. And this show means so much to so many people. So it is to me. You are a legend, and this is legendary to have you on this show. You are part of an original cast that really did change reality TV. And I think you are meant for way more than all of this. So it's really nice. Thank you very much. Like, it's not like an NFL player where you have to worry about what they're doing. Like, you have a very big future. And you don't have CTE, so you're great. And uh, and the other thing is, I want to let you know that I will be spending my weekend money at Schwartz and Sanders. <laughs> I will be. I and, and hopefully that will be coming sooner rather than later. Tom Sandoval, you made my year already come uh, My wish come true in 2022. I'm, I'm, uh, this is going to be overwhelming for me to kiss your ass this hard. So, <laughs> Shut up. Uh, I love you, dude. You're the fucking shit, man. Thank you. I'm honored to be on this with you. Okay. Uh, hopefully, we'll talk to you again uh, in the next year. Yes, you definitely will. Bye. Betches.